Um, our next two guests, I, I'm super excited. We have uh, Succession Zerk. So there's only one more class to talk about, Zerker. And I actually haven't really heard Reslar's rundown or how he feels about all the changes. So I'm really looking forward to this. And Reslar, I'm hoping that you kind of, you guide us a little bit. I, I want you to take the reins on talking to Choice oh, and uh, and Danny on, on all the Zerker stuff. So I'm going to start us a new call, but let me get bathroom break number two. I think okay. it's reasonable every 90 minutes we use the restroom and then I'll get that call started and I, I'm I'm fucking hyped to hear this because and I don't know if Nayashi knows what changed but there's a couple major changes in there yeah, and I want to hear Nayashi's reaction. About. Nayashi do you oh, know God. about the Zerker changes? I haven't even really got a chance to look at them because I've been sick. Alright alright I'm going to use I want to get I want to get Nayashi's opinion on two before we get them in call on two of the changes real quick and then and then we'll start the okay. call so let me use the restroom real quick I'll be right back. Yeah, they're very interesting. I don't I don't think that there's any Zerker changes that are like most people would consider unreasonable. I don't know. Um I'm excited for the suck changes though. Yeah. I'm excited I'm excited for the suck changes <coughs> and I believe suck is, we're Suck has always been kind of like weird because it's like it's actually pretty strong, like if you know what you're doing, but it's obviously not the large scale spec. Yeah, well the problem with succession, at least this is this is my very unprofessional opinion as someone who has done very little PvP in succession. Uh in all honesty, I feel like the biggest issue is they don't have uh like any protected damage. Uh like the only protected damage they really have is spin, which is not good protected damage to like try and burst someone down um you have a little bit of burst in your kit but it's fairly unsafe um which i don't know if those issues really got solved in the rework but like i said that's why i'm curious to hear what uh danny has to say because i really want to i really hope succession is a lot better because i'd love to be able to play it because it's fun as fuck um yeah but I have a feeling. <laughs> I have a feeling that uh, I'm just going to continue playing Awakening like the meta bitch that I am. So hey, I mean, it is what it is. If it's good, it's good. Like right. I swapped to Awakening originally because it's just better. It yeah. Really is. Frosty, you're back. Yep. What? What? I'm back. What two right. things do you want to get uh, uh, Nayashi's right. opinion on before we start the next? So call? the first one, Nayashi, you know what Seismic Blast is, right? Yes. Okay. Correct. So they nerfed the Busted. PvP Busted damage in seismic, on Seismic Blast. Your thoughts? Really? Yeah. Like, do you know by how much, like. Reslar? Off the top of your head? Uh, do I know how much they nerfed the damage? Yeah. <clears throat> did they touch the damage of it? I thought pretty much all they did was remove or nerf the DP debuff that it had on it. Am I incorrect no, about that? I think that? the PvP damage reduction is increased on it. Oh, I didn't even think to check the PvP 5%. damage reduction. So 5% additional PvP damage reduction. Okay. So it's not like major, plus, major, but... I, plus it has a damage reduction thing. I, if I remember correctly, it went from 20 to 15, I want to say, if I recall correctly. I may be wrong about that, but... Let's see. Let me read the note. Hold on. Let me find it. Do, 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 do. PvP damage of seismic blast has been reduced, and the all defense uh, has been changed from 15 to 20. So that actually got buffed, not nerfed. Oh, from 15 to 20. I thought yeah. it was from 20 to 15. Okay. But 5%, I know people don't know it, but 5% is huge. Uh, because, like, 
Well, but five percent in the grand total is it actually can be huge, and five DR does it, not make up for five percent damage reduction. It just doesn't. Yeah, but 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 yeah. but but and here's the thing, and uh, we probably should start the call, but I I just want to say this, and then we can start the call. They did majorly decrease the cooldown on split shot, which you can cast after seismic, if I am recalling correctly, in the yeah. keybinds in my head. So. Yes, they may have nerfed the damage of seismic, but now you have split shot up essentially every, every seismic. Time. Here's yeah. here's the other nerf. All right, Nyash, are you ready for this? This is the other big one ready. I wanted his opinion on. Q buff now only will knock you down every six seconds when ancient power is off cooldown. Oh my gosh. That's actually huge. Also, down smash yeah. got added to that air smash all of the all of the those effects. It, essentially, now instead of CCing every shot, it CCs once every six seconds whenever Ancient Power comes off of cooldown. Yeah, the knockdown, air smash, down smash effects are only applied um, <laughs> yeah. when so Ancient Power is off, off cooldown. Basically, what, what my, yeah, and correct me if I'm wrong, but my understanding of that change is you use Q buff to get a CC and then you go in and combo your opponent. Well, Awkward Ninja is saying that the fire rate is also slower. I haven't tested oh that or seen Oh my it. god. He's, really? he's saying much slower. They're saying much slower. Um it has it's, an animation it's quite now. a bit it's quite a bit slower. Um I would be I, I, I would be I wary of speed changes to skills until it comes out on live, probably, because Global Labs is just fucking weird. Like I'm still kind of uh suspecting that the the like the Mayo Sticky Snowflake BSR change to the speed, which was never mentioned, I I think that's probably just like a global labs thing. This one feels yeah. a little more intentional, though. I'm gonna be honest. Really? The cube of the cube of change is very, very big. Essentially, it uh, killed cube of, and that's okay. fine. And I, that's come that's on. That's pretty, pretty. I think I no. I'm not even kidding. I I really think that you won't see Berserkers spamming Q shots anymore like they do currently. No, they'll you pop won't. Q buff, they'll but, spam a shot, and then they'll go do other shit for six seconds. But that yes, but that's not a, a killing of the Q buff. It still does its damage, it still has the CC every six seconds. I believe they'll just use it every six seconds, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying that feasible. as a bad thing. I've been I I've been advocating. You can go back in this podcast. It's on fucking record for years now. I've been saying, please, for the love of God, nerf Q buff so that we can be more properly balanced in other areas. Right, right. Yeah. I All think right. that's fair. So like, I'm it's, happy it's about been it. needing to happen. Yeah, I'm I'm <laughs> honestly totally fine with it. I am happy with it. So. I'm pretty shocked though. I'm I'm surprised after all this time they finally touched it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I could not be happier. I'm so tired of getting re-knocked down by that skill over and over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> like, e even for, like, Seismic Blast, I know everyone hates Seismic Blast, and it is really strong, but it, at least they have to come up to me to do it, you mm. know? At least. Yeah, and, yeah there, there is uh, that. There's a little bit of a risk for it. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right, so I'm going to start this call, and we're going to talk to Choice and Danny Destroyer about these changes. Suck got a lot of crazy changes, too. So, uh, when yeah. I fight a Zerker now, I don't just get Q-buff down. That's so yeah, awesome. It's going to be nuts. All right, here we go. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right, hopefully everyone's available. I haven't seen Danny talk, but... Oh. Oh. Uh-oh. We Hello. got... Oh. 
We got we got Danny. Danny, you here? Yeah, sorry. What's up? What's up, man? Are you in school? What's are you up, at home? Dude? No, it's a Saturday. Okay. Danny got a little confused on the days and was like, well, I don't know if I'll be able to make it. I have school that day. And then yesterday he messaged me and said, hey, I'm available right now. I'm out. And I was like, the podcast is tomorrow. And he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Typical, oh, Danny. Yeah. Typical Danny. Typical oh, no. Danny, dude. Doesn't own a calendar. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to hear it. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, and we also have Choice, man. The world famous Choice. What is up, Choice? Hello, everybody. Hello, gentlemen. Hey, Choice. What's up, man? What up, what up? I got it. Thank you for inviting me to this esteemed podcast. I'm very excited. Yeah, dude, dude, very professional, very esteemed. Yes, of course. I, I want to ask you guys a couple uh, personal non-Zerker questions real quick, if you don't mind. Um, starting with you, Choice. You, you used to have a podcast that you did every week where you talked to a lot of other partners about different changes in BDO. Uh, what happened with the podcast? Why did you stop doing it? And how come Reslar never got invited? Well, well, pretty much, you know, what ended up happening is just competition, really. Like, we just could not compete with the Value Pack podcast, and we just yeah, met. And it was such an inferior podcast. Why would we even try? We, You know, it's just everything uh -huh. we did just paled in comparison. And so we just cut it off. That was it. Okay. All right. I'll take, I mean, I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, it's hard, you know, it's, it's, a lot of pressure. it's hard whenever there's such a giant in the industry, you know, like, like us, you know, it's, <laughs> it's difficult. <laughs> um, and then the other, the other personal question, you guys got to fight in the finals of the trial only Zerker vs. Zerker tournament. And yeah. uh, Danny took that 3-1, and I, I didn't get a chance to really talk to either of you or get either of your guys' uh, opinions on who you thought was going to win that and if that went as you expected. So, Choice, if you could start first, were you surprised Danny did so well, or were you kind of expecting he's like pretty good at suck and this might be really hard? Or Well... I kind of I kind of thought Danny was going to win because I made the conscious decision to enter the finals in that tournament with a Wii U steering wheel and so I had a pretty big disadvantage <laughs> with my oh inputs my and just the motion controls are hard to get used to. You know, I used to play a Wii when I was like playing Call of Duty and stuff and I was pretty good at it so I thought it'd be okay but ultimately I ended up taking the loss but you know what? <laughs> He's oh, a better man God. than me. D Danny, did did that go as as you had planned? Were you expecting to win that or I mean, I don't really need to say much. I'm pretty much the only person in the tournament who walked away with four kills in three rounds. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is. Oh, dude, that you were styling with those sucks Zerker combos too, man. Yeah, I would like to. I would like to. I would like to rat out Frosty here for a second, if I could. So when we were talking about Zerker, uh, what Zerker guest to invite on, I actually said I would really like to have Danny on because he specializes a lot in succession. And I have a real gap in my knowledge when it comes to succession. And uh, and then Frosty goes, well, what about Choice? I was like, dude, I, I love Choice. But if I had to pick between the two of them, I honestly would rather have Danny just because of that gap in my knowledge, right? I don't next to nothing about PvP and suck. And Frosty goes, I shit you not, not Frosty goes. Frosty's. 
No. Frosty goes, I swear to God, Frosty goes, yeah, plus Danny really did clap choice in the uh, tournament as well. Oh, my God. <laughs> Frosty was trying to deflect. I knew it, dude. No. Frosty, uh, told, I... Frosty told me that when I was coming on the podcast that Reslar said maybe we should have Danny on because he clapped him in the tournament. And he tried no, to deflect you. say that. Okay, first of all, when we were talking about it, I had already invited Choice, so the whole thing was <laughs> Yeah, that was the other part that of this. The thing. I had already invited, invited Choice on is the is one of the things. The other thing is Danny did clap Choice, and that does make kind of, it, it does make it tougher. But Reslar, Reslar has a, I think he hates you, Choice. That's all I'm going to say, all right? I'm going to deflect okay, and say Reslar. Dude. Just has a dislike for you. I'm not sure what it is. Listen, but it it's just toxic. a very intense jealousy of his gear score. Okay, that's really all it comes down to. <laughs> yeah, see, Danny was my 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 teammate in the two v two tournament. He let me down by burrowing underground <laughs> instead of helping me when I needed him. <laughs> you remember that, Danny? When you just burrowed underground instead of helping? Well, I'll tell you what, Frosty. Yeah. You know, I, I, I couldn't be seen with such dead weight. You know how it is. Oh my you, you understand God. it. I had that 1v2 against Joe and Shaky for the ages, all right? I don't want to hear it. I mean, I was the one who got us to that first bid, all I'm saying. Yeah, well, all right, so you carried me in the first round. I carried you in the second, and then the third round, we both needed each other, and where were you? You were underground. Why? You sure? Well, you know, I was busy. <laughs> I was busy. Places yeah. to be to explore. He, he got stuck. He got glitched underground, and we didn't get a makeup round for it at all. It was just we had to just take the L. It was sad. So I was Why, like stuck gross. in a one v two, getting projectioned with that bugged double projection damage while oh, Danny was just God. chilling underground. It was oh, sad. Boy. Anyway, right, so we had a uh, we had two kunos on in the last segment. What's better than two kunos? Three berserkers. So <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Um, man. Okay, so where to even start with all of this? So I guess first we we should do a little bit of introductions. Although hopefully most people should know about you guys, but uh, start with choice. I guess choice. You want to tell people, you know, who you are, how long you've been playing that sort of stuff. Even though you've been on the show before, but maybe they haven't seen that episode. Yeah. So uh, my name is Choice. I am the closest to godlike Zerker in the AOA trial, getting second place in both the geared and ungeared tourney. <laughs> so. Uh, that's pretty much what I'm mostly known for. And uh, yeah, just grinding for the merchuring piece right now, pretty much to try to get the rich merchants ring since I kind of finished gear in this game. You have, right, uh, you right. have pen, a pen falling guard, you said? When you have the fucking ability to say, I pretty much finished gear in this game. Yeah, right. Jesus. What um, a statement. Danny, uh, for anybody who might not know who you are and what you do and all that stuff, brief introduction. Uh, uh, so, uh, unlike coming second, I, I came first in the trial tournament. How'd you uh, do in the gear it, one, huh? 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 Oh, I don't know. Shit. You know, I just I just specialize in being uh, tight as hell and just absolutely whooping Zerker booty. You know, gear, <laughs> gear unexcluded. Um, I do a lot of PvP and uh, PvE content, and yeah, that's about it. Oh yeah. Uh all right, man. So we got one class to go through. Um, but man, did it get a lot of changes. One class rework left, Berserker. Um, I guess we'll kind of start see 
I guess we'll start with Awakening because Succession, I think Succession got more changes on All Honesty. I don't know. They're both pretty close, but I guess we'll start with Awakening. So um, some of the biggest things that happened in Awakening, we'll kind of cover like the uh, the big portions first and then we can get into the nitty gritty if we want to. Um, Q-Buff is nerfed. So Ancient Power, which was the ability that allowed Q-Buff to CC on every single shot, has been changed quite significantly. Um, it was previously a 20 second, 20 something second cooldown, I believe. Uh, that's what 15, it is on yeah. live. 15, okay, so 15 second cooldown. And Q-Buff would allow it to fire off cooldown, essentially. So every single shot was Ancient Power, regardless of the cooldown. So now what they've done is they've reduced the cooldown to, what, 6 seconds or also, 8? can I add, it also six. was a knockdown regardless if you had Ancient Power spec or not. Yeah. After you read the tooltip, Frosty, I don't think it does that, to be honest, so I don't know what you're talking about. I tested it. We literally went down to level 1 Flame Buster with no Ancient Power and still knocked me down every shot in Q-Buff. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to so, defer to the tooltip on that one. <laughs> the cooldown got reduced massively, and then uh, the other change that was made specifically to Q-Buff is now Q-Buff... Uh, doesn't ignore the cooldown anymore. So essentially, whenever ancient power or sorry, yeah, ancient power is on uh, cooldown, it will not fire a shot that CCs you. It'll still do lots of damage, I believe, uh, but it doesn't CC. So essentially, you won't have one single Zerk Q buffing entire balls uh, all by themselves and just CCing massive amounts of people. Um. So yeah, I mean, kind of what what are you guys is I guess starting with choice. What are, what's your feelings on that? Uh, I mean, obviously there's more changes after that, but I know I think you've been kind of also saying that Cubo should probably get nerfed for a while. Um, yeah, I so I I was actually expecting that Cubo was going to get nerfed at the rework. I was 100% convinced that they were going to do the exact thing that they actually did. I thought that they were going to make it knock not knock down like fix the bug essentially that uh that you know and make it more true to the tooltip i didn't really expect them to lower the cooldown of ancient powers so at least we still can sort of knock down with it every six seconds instead of every 15. Mm -hmm. um but yeah i think it was overall a good thing because the class was very heavily reliant around that 30 second window and it felt pretty awful if you would like q buff and die or if you would q buff and you know some something happened where you ended up dying you're like okay well i guess my relevancy now needs to be delayed another two and a half minutes until it's back again type of thing so i don't know i'm pretty happy that they ended up nerfing it i was kind of surprised though that they adjusted the way that you actually execute the q buff now like they changed to this lmb rmb type system where you can't use the hotbar anymore so it results in the q buff actually shooting slower than it normally does which i think was kind of too big of a nerf like i can get that they're going to make it knock not knock down on every hit like it was supposed to but now that we shoot like nearly twice as slow i don't know if i'm a huge i'm not a huge uh advocate i guess of the way that the new inputs work it just looks stupid it feels not very fluent even when you're trying to get a quick ancient power off it's just the the controls just seem so clunky on the new q buff I'd have much rather if they just left the controls the way that they were and just remove the bug and go from there. Yeah. Um, It still does the double shot, though, right? Like whenever you yeah. shoot and then ancient power comes off cooldown. 
It does do that, yep. So, I mean, it does have a little bit of burst of damage there, but yeah. I mean, the thing about Q buff is because it knocked down on every shot, it seemed super crazy impactful for damage because a lot of people were on the ground and you can you can do a down attack with it. So now, now that there's no knockdown in every hit, Q buff in a pseudo type of way is weaker, like about 30% or whatever a down modifier is weaker per shot because most people you're going to be shooting now are going to be standing up. So that is something to consider as well. So that in conjunction with the slower shooting time, I don't see a lot of Zerkers really relying very much on Q buff for much anymore. I can definitely see it. That's... I can see it as this sort of our Q buff doesn't really matter too much to me, right? Like in the current global lab state. That's what I was saying too. Is like you'll probably end up be using it. I mean, just for the shot every six seconds if you feel like you need a CC or a last hit on damage. But I do think with a because it knocked down, you still weren't really getting the down attack that much, only on a couple of hits. Because the knockdown when they're in the air, you're not getting that modifier unless it also has air attack. I don't know, but um. I'm kind of curious, Danny, you you were playing a lot of Succession, and recently you've been playing mostly Awakening. Is that because of Q-Buff? Like, is this Q-Buff nerf kind of a motivation to go back to playing Suck for large-scale stuff? Sorry, I, I don't I don't think I was playing a lot of Awakening at all. Have you not? I feel like I've seen you mostly on Awakening lately. <laughs> you, you may have stopped in for like a second. I During Wars, I've been like jumping back and forth if it was like a really really bad war um but like i like testing out this new like i took some time to test out the new awakening and i think it's very interesting if not like a lot clunkier than it used to be with the buster if that makes any sense yeah um but like i i wouldn't say i'm tempted to go back but like it definitely interests me to, in the sense where I feel like it might be better geared for large scale, right? Mm. Like more so than like comparatively than it might have been prior because the Q buff was a three minute thing. Now this like with the changes, it feels like Awakening might be able to like slap kills out every few like every few like 20 seconds, right? Right. right. Well, the changes are certainly better for something like castle defense, right? Where you can uh, shoot down into the crowd. But um, let's talk really quickly about the second part of the the big range change, I guess, to Awaken Zerker. Titan Blow. Um, they have a little uh, picture there for the people that are watching the YouTube video later on uh, in the Global Lab Notes. Titan Blow is now a ranged ability. Um, I... Maybe I'm the only one who never saw this coming in a million years, but what the hell? I love this idea. Uh, I saw people using it on Global Labs, and it seems like it does pretty good damage. I believe it CCs on the third hit. Knockdown, I want to say, on the third hit. Yeah, it um, stiffens on the first one, too. Yeah, so, man, um, what, like, obviously really big change there they also reduced the cooldown uh from i forget i i want to say 20 seconds uh oh yeah there it is 20 seconds to seven um so huge cooldown reduction range cc you could take the core to give it frontal guard um i mean what are what are your thoughts around that choice so titan blow is a completely useless skill 
um, or is a useless skill in Global Lab, or not Global Lab, in uh, main servers right now. So it's kind of like we got a whole new skill, really, because mm -hmm. that nobody ever used it. So now we actually have something that's usable and really good. Um, I think the damage is really, really nice and pretty generous for a six second cooldown ability. Um, it's almost it's almost exactly what I kind of was expecting to happen with the impending nerf of the Q buff is I thought that they would make our flame buster somehow more viable to do a little bit more damage at all times. And I didn't expect them to come up with Titan blow as sort of that filler, but I'm glad that they did something because now the class actually feels like, man, we got this cannon strapped to our arm and it's a lot more useful than something every three minutes. So it was right. something that I was really hoping for and glad that it, you know, materialized. And, uh, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's sick. Like I'm really, I'm happy about it. I think that it's one of the a very needed change, especially in this meta where there's no longer a one minute cooldown timer when you're sieging. So it's not like you have Q buff every push because right. you're spawning in six seconds and now you're back in the fight and it's like, oh shit, I don't have anything here because you know it's not a three, you know it's not three minutes from now. How so having some actual range potential to work with is amazing. How does it feel in practice? Is it clunky? Is it fast? Is it smooth? Like, how does it feel on Global Apps to use? Well, because it's so new, I'm having a really difficult time with knowing all the cancels for it because it has a cancel where it'll skip the first shot. And I keep on doing a, like moves like, you know, evasion or shake off or some other move and trying to do three shots. And then it just ends up doing two. And so other than that, like it, it feels pretty good. Like it feels easy to use. One complaint I might have about it is that it does throw you forward quite aggressively while you're using it because it has the same animation of Titan Blow, which means that it is going to be pretty hard for us to utilize uh, very small terrain. Like, for example, a wizard and a witch, they can stand on any rock, any roof, any wall, any anything, and they can cast down stuff, whereas we're not really going to be able to use Titan Blow that effectively from those types of areas and it's going to require a lot of camera flicking or a lot of mm -hmm. most movement to keep yourself on top of those structures and that's going to feel like pretty awful to you know simulate the same thing that like a true ranged class like a ranger can just crouch down and start shooting i wish that we could just stand more still so that we can actually utilize that ranged on actual terrain like a normal ranged class yeah um, Danny, give me your thoughts real quick on Awakening, kind of getting some more range power overall, and then we'll we'll move over to some succession talk. Like, well, do you think it's a good direction for them to go in with the Awakening kit? I actually like that they have gained a lot of range. You know, they fixed the hitboxes on certain moves, like uh, Ancient Wave, right? Um, I think it's a really good, but like with both sides of the Awaken Zerker rework, I think both Awaken and Succession were like one really good step off of being like the best reworks when it came to addressing things that we we had been asking for. Yeah. So like, yeah, overall, I think it was like pretty good. Addressed a lot of the range issues that Zerkers had without like just busting uh, our Q-Buff up and then not giving us anything in return for it. Yeah. 
which I which was such a good thing. I I I I can't specify. I can't talk about it enough. How glad I am they nerfed Q buff and then moved some of the power to Q buff to the rest of our kit. It's exactly what me and I think a lot of us circers have been saying. Please do this for years now. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think they did it really really well. Um, let's move to succession here, uh, real quick for a little bit. Um, so I, I, I have admittedly PVP'd very little on succession. I've done a little bit of 1v1. I've taken it to a couple node wars. Um, uh, the changes to succession on a technical level, I can't really specify too much whether they're good or not. Uh, hopefully you can shed some light. But one thing that is pretty insane to me and I'm really happy about is the uh, better or more utilization of beast mode. So now there is a, uh, I forget where it is in the notes, but there's a new skill in succession. I believe the hotkey is just C, where it gives you basically beast mode light. I guess you could call it where you get kind of all the benefits of beast mode other than super armor on claws, if I remember correctly. Um, and then you can refresh the duration on that, which I think is 20 seconds uh, by using certain abilities. Is is this kind of the direction you were hoping they would go in with succession, Danny, in terms of like more utilizing the, the beast mode side of it that you only really get in uh, e-buff? So, honestly, when it, uh, how would I describe this? When I first, when they were first asking about the updates and what people asked me what I wanted, I said, no, I don't want more beast mode utilization. It's great. It's fun. But I was afraid that it was going to make succession feel very linear in a sense where it's just CC claw till they die, re-CC claw till they die, right? That's what I was very afraid of. But it mm-hmm. seems that they've pushed it in a direction where it can't happen like that because of the pseudo Q buff, where it's um, you get no SAs on both of the claw moves. Um, you you what, what's the other one? You um, you don't get the crit buff until you are able to Q buff or pseudo Q buff twice in a row. So it, it kind of prevents you from just turning it into a claw fest, right? Yeah. Um, I think the direction is really good. Um, they they even fixed a, a complaint that we had about lava piercer. Our prime lava piercer goes half the distance of the awakening one, uh, which oh, felt does it go like full distance now. It goes seventy five percent of the way only in beast form. Oh, okay, interesting. However, it doesn't go if it's hot barred. Just stupid glitches, I guess. Okay, how yeah. interesting. And unfortunately. Uh, un- this is one of the annoying things about global labs is there's no way to test how mouse movement interacts with all of these like new skills and new interactions because there's no mouse movement on global labs, mm-hmm. but uh, fingers crossed that they haven't uh, messed up any of that stuff. Cause that's pretty integral to everything berserker. Um, so I guess let me ask Danny, like as a starting point, and I guess I should have asked this first because I actually have no idea. What were you kind of hoping that the succession rework would do? Because I, I think most people would agree that succession has been struggling for a very long time. It's always been kind of seen as the weaker spec uh, by popular opinion, except for that short time where everyone was 200 percenting <laughs> in Node Wars. Uh, so, like, what were you kind of hoping for? So... 
I, I think me and a lot of the community were hoping for like a shorter predatory cooldown because that was like our big damage damage stimulus. We get that like 60% crit rate and that would let our fear strike and our spin do actual damage. Mm -hmm. um, we were hoping for some forward guard on a on our fear strike and FD. Like because both of those moves have cooldowns in succession, you could attach a forward guard when the cooldown is down and it would still feel reasonable. It wouldn't be spammable, of course. Right? Yeah. You know, some better flows out of stuff, natural crit rate built in, and some like natural tankiness. Zerker's supposed to be this big, hulking, massive man, and Succession is no exception. We get our uh, class buff for Succession, we just get more health. and But it doesn't make us feel tanky. We still feel like we get blown up by any class. It'll just throw like some little talisman at us, and we get turned into dust, right? So we, mm. we were hoping for a bit more tankiness, and I feel like it's been somewhat addressed with the um, healing rate that we can get we can get up to like 350 hp every two seconds for 20 seconds uh with a q buff and a cq buff but i, I feel like it still doesn't address the, like sure we can get a ton of health regen but we can't get that actual tankiness that we're looking for where we feel like we can take a hit and not just get shredded in one go right can you still do, because um, I know they changed, which uh, I guess we can uh, touch on that as well, because I, I actually watched both yours and uh, Choice's like, kind of reactions to uh, the Zerker changes on Global Labs, and you both had very different uh, opinions on the animation changes in succession. <laughs> um, but one of the things that was concerning was that uh, apparently you can't do the predatory cancel anymore. That is true. You can no longer do the predatory cancel and you've lost one of your hops. Yeah, but it does go so it goes further each hop now, though, right? It does, which can be viewed as a good thing, but I find it more along the lines of like. We can't be precise with it anymore. We have to we can't like we used to like if you wanted to, you could jump onto someone, jump off, jump on, then jump off again. By the third mm -hmm. jump, you'll already be past where they once were. Okay. Right? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I, I would so, control it in the air, though, can't you? Like. Yeah. You well, can. I was going to ask. You might be able to mouse move it to better control it, but unfortunately, we can't test that. Any mouse move uh, online? Why is there no global you, labs on on global labs? Can you mouse move predatory? Uh, online? Yes. Okay. You can, but it's more getting towards the fact of the uh, line where like. Not every Zerker player ever is going to mouse moving it. Sure, we love mouse moving and we love doing it, but you know, it, it adds that bit of inconsistency. Mm. That's more my complaint with it. But besides that, so, I think the move looks phenomenal. It's great. Would you would you rather it not actually extend the duration or the distance slightly every hop? It's hard to say because they sped up the move too. It's faster now. Mm. Um so it would almost be like they'd be reverting the faster change. I just wish that the third hop didn't force you. Like as soon as you land with the four, third hop, you have to do that explosion. Uh, that like Zerker oh, really? explosion. Uh, yeah, you basically land and you just explode. So it's it's like a very linear linear. Like if you see a Zerker jump for the second hop to go to the third, you just know he's gonna hit a stun in an AOE, and then you're like, oh well, there it is. Yeah, I thought that that was uh, optional. Like, you could choose to do that fourth jump or you, not. That's kind of suck. The, the hop, 
I may be optional. I may be incorrect on that. But what I do know is that um, you either grind to a halt and hit the ground or you do the hop. But you can't do the hop on the second jump. You can't do it on the first like you used to be able to. Right. Okay. Um, choice. <laughs> uh, beast mode. Beast mode, lava piercer, and beast mode, predatory hunt. Uh, got new animations. Um, your your thoughts on uh, beast mode, lava piercer? I'm just happy that Danny can finally just cosplay how he acts in real life. You know, all those woof noises that he makes during <laughs> oh his stream. Is just, it's incredible that he can now play as the dog. He just really wants to be. You know? It's great. Oh, my God. Poor Danny. Oh, no. Danny, you don't deserve Danny, that. Danny, I, I, I saw your VOD. I saw your reaction. But if you could uh, give us a what were your thoughts on it? Listen, all I'm saying is I'm trying to break the Earth's dog. I'm gonna, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, we have no idea what you're saying. Oh my god. Um, I do have to say, like the uh, lava piercer. I'm on the side that it's kind of silly, but I can get down with it. That being said, I do love the predatory hunt animation and the ancient wave animation as well. It's it looks so much better than the holding the axe back and throwing it overhead. Um, big fan of those changes. Um. Let's go back I, to... I think the uh, Lava Pierce one looks kind of cool. You know, you can have that opinion. You don't like it? I, I, I don't yeah, like everyone saying it's know. a dog. I, I don't hate it. I don't, I don't hate it. I don't hate it, but I'm also not in love with it. It's fine. I can, I can, I can, I can deal with it. To me, it's more of a... I mean, like they say, beast. Like, I, I guess if you were going to compare it to a dog, it'd be like a werewolf, but... It's just, it looks more like an ape. Yeah. <laughs> like an ape to it's me. It's a big fucking monkey. Yeah. <laughs> it's the gorilla that it always was. It definitely um, seems really fun, though, to play. Like, when I first saw the animation, oh, it was yeah. super ridiculous. But, I don't know, it's kind of cool that, you know, with the predatory hunt, the way that it looks, it actually just looks like you're some type of ferocious beast. So, I don't know. It, it, it grew on me. Originally, it was very just kind of silly but when you look at the entire kit now and understand that okay now they can be kind of cube buffed all the time with the you know they look like a beast as well when they do sf like everything i don't know makes more sense now so i think it's cool i, I like the aesthetic change yeah and i've always thought that succession like don't get me wrong i love awakening and i'll probably always play awakening in all honesty but i i have always found some respite in how just fun succession is and i'm glad that uh there seemed they seem to understand that it's uh, a little bit silly, a little bit fun, and they're kind of going in that direction uh, while still also making decent balance changes to it. Uh, let's go back to Awakening. Let's let's kind of let's kind of get into some of these uh, the nitty gritty, as I said, the changes. Um, so. Sprint start action lava piercer skill has been changed to be activated before general disarray. So is this essentially just to try to allow people not to accidentally general disarray when they mean to lava piercer, essentially? I I would assume so, but every Zerker that's that I know locks their general disarray anyway and uses it off hop. Yep. So I don't really know what this who this was for. I I was hoping that it would also seem to have worked on like an accidental jump 
But I think if I remember correctly, Choice, you tested that and it didn't seem to, it, you still occasionally jumped on accident. At yeah, least I was once. hoping, I would love, oh my God, would I ever love if you could just have gener- have uh, the sprint override the jump. Because one of the biggest yeah. problems that I have as like an old school Zerker that doesn't want to put Lava Piercer on the hot bar is mm-hmm. I you have to do some sort of move before Lava Piercing or else you're very likely to just jump. So a lot of the time I'll try to shake off into Lava Piercer, which poses a gap, assuming that it's not, you know, it's on cooldown and I get hit out of that gap a lot. So if we didn't have to use like a lot of Zerkers used to with um, whatever the F key is called, Titan Step. A lot of Zerkers, when that was Super Armor, they would hit F to Titan Step, which was SA, and then go straight into Lava Piercer instead of just Lava Piercering because there's this really just clunky thing about Lava Piercer where it just seems to want you to jump every single time you're trying to input this key and so i think that that should have been a change whatever this uh, general district thing is uh kind of inconsequential overall it doesn't really change anything yeah that was kind of my thoughts as well um danny do you ever accidentally jump in succession instead of lava piercing is that an issue that you have oh absolutely (laughs) Okay, so we, this... we, have, we have two of them, right? So we we can fucking up twice. Okay, so this is a this is an issue across board that needs to be fixed. I'm glad it's not just me being bad and occasionally jump of shaming. Um, whew. Uh, this, this goes back to Nayashi's request to please let us rebind the space bar and and jump. Like let them let yeah. us separate space for skills and the jump itself. Like imagine having the ability to just like remove that obstacle that little fucking annoyance it'd be a huge quality of life buff to i think every class i don't yeah. think there's a class out there that wouldn't appreciate that uh titan step uh shift f is no longer a thing um now instead of doing a drop kick into a shot you can do a knee kick into a shot and it seems like they've gotten rid of the drop kick entirely um, this makes me sad because I use the drop kick like a lot in my combos and stuff. Uh, do you ever use the drop kick or do you just go purely knee kick choice? Titan step stays locked, dude. I have not used it's Titan locked. step in years. No, I have not used Titan step ever, dude. It's it's locked. What ended up keep happening to me is when I would go in to do big damage in like a siege or something, I would then go to hit back F to jump out and I would hit F and it would just throw me forward even further. So after mm. getting killed to that about 17 times, I just decided to lock the ability. And the other thing is, is like, so I used to use it a ton when it was SA because it actually made sense to use it because you would go SA into a forward guard knockdown um, or whatever. Yeah, anyway, I don't know if it was an SA knockdown or not, but when they, when they removed the SA on it, the ability became garbage. Crouching shot, the animation is so long and you're so unprotected. And the fact is, is that crouching shot has like a half the, d- the distance of a normal flame buster shot. I just found like, wow, the only situation that you're ever going to use this KD is if you have a suicide wish, because it, you're so close to your opponent for it to actually reach that I just can't see that KD being useful. And I never use it in any combos because it is of short duration. So you see, it's not a KD or anything like that. And I don't know, I just found that, I don't know, I just never really, I always worked around that ability because I didn't like how it took priority sometimes over the giant leap. And 
I didn't like that it was such short range and it just kind of non-consequential for me. Yeah. Well, I always enjoyed using it because of the defense reduction that it has, DP reduction, but uh, that's not been removed. So I guess I will no longer be uh, using that in my combos and I am sad. I'll have to relearn to how to do things properly, I suppose. I know that um, Steve was really upset about the fact that they nerfed it. Not not just the DP part, but right now you can hit F and then use like Shift A or Shift D to cancel it and do it over and mm -hmm. over and over again. Right now on the Global Lab, apparently it's like uncancelable. So you're just sort of stuck oh, in that really? animation, which um, uh, some Zerkers are pretty upset about because they use that a lot for their movement. I don't know why you'd want to use that for your movement because it's all unprotected, but I don't know. I feel like I should include that in the list of complaints for that ability since that seems to be something affecting a lot of people. Yeah, wow. I didn't know that. That sucks, man. Damn. What'd they do to my skill? Um, Danny, thoughts on any thoughts on Titan Step? I know you don't normally PvP in Awakening, so... Sorry, I'm just fucking around with the Zerker here. Um, yeah, I mean... <laughs> brother. I mean, no, 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 a Zerker, a Zerker. Um, anyway, uh, what was I going to say? I, I just got to test it out. Um, so I guess the complaint is you can't just immediately drop kick shot. Like, or sorry, you just can't drop kick anymore, so shift F is gone. You can still hold F to get the uh, kick shot, but I think the problem was people would use shift F to go straight into Lava Piercer as kind of like a bait. Um, as well as I could shift F and then immediately like evasion into like a side auto into an iframe to get some like funky movement going on. Yeah. Uh, I know Steve used it a lot and Steve is not pleased at all about it. Uh, cause it's kind of made our ability to fight like to navigate fighting rats a lot more difficult. What? Um, slowest. <laughs> you'd think you'd think that's how that works we're talking what happens about to me we're talking about grab rats not no grab rats. oh man that's <laughs> inferior creatures don't matter <laughs> um, um all right awkward and interesting you do the drop shot with f into rmb wait what sorry yeah, yeah you do the drop shot but the problem is we're not taking the shot. We're just trying to drop onto our stomach and then evasion out of it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's the, longer now. The, the shot is not a problem. The, if now you can shoot from knee kick, then the fact that the drop kick is no longer a thing isn't a problem because you can still shoot from knee kick now. The problem is, is that the drop kick no longer exists and it seems like you get Annie locked into the knee kick, which results in several problems. But... I don't know. Hopefully, maybe they'll fix it. Maybe they won't. Who knows? Um, Titan stuff. It really does it really matter anymore? Because I still have the same complaint about Titan stuff. I will always think that that ability is trash until they put some sort of protection on it. Maybe, but yeah. realistically, why would you try to use that drop shot, which has the same exact duration as charging up the new um, whatever the heck that really got? Charging up the new. Uh, Titan Blow? No, not Titan Blow. Ancient Power. Oh. Ancient Power, you can charge it much faster now, and it's a frontal guard almost immediately. Why mm -hmm. would you not use that as your potential KD instead of using this long, unprotected thing that has half the range? Or also, Titan Blow, I think it's going to be really meta for Titan Blow users 
to put the frontal guard core on it, which means that now you have a frontal guard stiffen and a frontal guard KD. So I don't know. I'm not sure why Titan Step Titan Step never really fit into my playstyle, and I don't see it as being good at all, especially given the you know new circumstances of these new abilities. Yeah. I mean it definitely I would, I would love to see it SA again. I think that that having it SA would be absolutely so nice to use that as the cancel to lava piercer again, just being able to hit, you know, shift F and go straight into lava piercer. It would fix that jumping problem and it would, you know, plug up that gap and actually make it useful again. That's what I would like to see. Yeah, that would be a good change. Um can I, as a non-Zerker player, I'm looking at this Devastation cooldown change. Are, are we going to be slowed more often by you guys? Yes. That's exciting. And now has 100% uptime, so you can slow 100% of the time. Yep, easy. Um, That's good. Flamebuster skill has been changed as follows. Skill activation method has been changed. Um, what What is, because the text is kind of uh, vague or confusing. It, it probably is a lot easier to explain when you've like practiced it what what does this mean does this mean anything choice or is this just kind of a nothing change yeah it does mean something so if you use the lmb portion of the like the flame buster thing you're gonna do a really weak flame buster shot whereas if you use the rmb you're gonna actually charge up your ancient power um so it's pretty much rmb equals flame buster lmb equals ancient power now pretty much okay so this doesn't. That's all it does. Basically, is your left click is weak, your right click is strong. Yeah, and also you can spam your RMB really, really fast. Like I can blow my entire stamina bar in two seconds, uh, canceling with RMB. Whereas doing all those other shots, you'll probably not run out of stamina for a long time with the LMB one because there's so much charge time. Um, but mm -hmm. the damage on the RMB one is completely like weak and pointless. I'm not entirely sure why there even needs to be a difference because nobody's going to use just regular Flame Buster. It doesn't do any damage at all. I would right. personally like to see... I would love to see them just completely go back to the old way that you use your Flame Buster. I do not like this new version, how clunky it feels and how slow it is, and it just doesn't feel good. The fact that you can no longer... You know, the, the you used to be able to, or you still kind of can, you hop bar flame buster, and then that was what allowed you to, you know, shoot more fluidly, and it felt a lot better. But now uh, that doesn't really do as much, whether you spam one or not. Um, so I don't know. I don't, I don't love that change at all. And I think that uh, they should probably just go back to the old version, in my opinion. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. Um, so let's talk about well, well, we got some more awakening changes to go, but uh, we should cover the main weapon things that are shared between the the two specs. Um, they combined a lot of our flows into our normal skills, uh, so just requiring less SP, which is nice. Uh, is a lot all, of these. I, when I read this, I was like, all right, there's gonna be something this breaks on Zerkers. I was worried about that. Um, I don't. I haven't heard of anything being broken. Danny or Choice, have either of you guys heard of this breaking anything? The combination of the flows into the normal skills. It's rocket jump. Rocket jump. Rocket jump. It's giant uh, leap. Reawaken skill. 
Yeah, we're we're talking about the combination of the main hand uh, flows. Oh, I thought you were talking about all of them because they combine the flow of um, giant leap into one. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> Trust okay. me, we'll get to that. My bad. Um, they, they did uh, mess up Beastly Windslash. They did. How did they? How they mess it up? Um, so Beastly Windslash now um, can't be held indefinitely. Uh, it forces you to do the Beastly Windslash with a double hit. Then it forces you to do the Flow Windstorm, and the Flow Windstorm does not flow back into Beastly Windslash. They are two separate moves now, and they do not flow. I thought they specifically had that in the patch note where they were like, yeah, you're not allowed to do this anymore. Yeah, no. Maybe? Uh, they... It's been changed to make the last attack stronger once more when you learn the flow windstorm. Ultimate Beastly Windslash skill has been deleted and the Beastly Windslash skill yes. has been changed so that it cannot be activated consecutively. Yeah. Damn, that's in the patch notes. That's stupid as hell. <laughs> <laughs> um... So is that kind of like a big problem uh, for you, Danny? For succession? Yeah. It even like you can't even if you can't do it consecutively, you can't um, blow Beastly Windslash from you. You can't use Beastly Windslash from the flow itself. So what that means, is if you use Windstorm Force, Windstorm first, you're stuck in this really weird animation where you just have to wait for your weapon to go all the way back to default if you want to do the original Beastly Windslash after. So, like, uh, let's say a scenario. Um, I use FD. I use Ultimate Evasion. If it prioritizes Windstorm first. So, FD, Ultimate mm -hmm. Evasion, Windstorm. And then I have to wait to go all the way back to a standing to use Beastly Windslash right after, even though the cooldown's not up. Or even though the cooldown is, uh, yeah, not used. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. Huh. Um. What else changed right, so... in pre-awakening? Yeah. Uh, tackling rock. Uh, again, this is probably more of a succession thing because I don't know. The only Zerker I swear I've ever seen use tackling rock in Awakening is Steve. I, I I feel like he's the only one who really uses it that much. Maybe occasionally in one v ones I'll see Zerkers use it, but um, the charging has been removed from it, um, and the frontal guard is now a thing on uh, both casts. I believe um, it no longer CCs, so it's not like a protected CC or anything like that. Um, and then I think in succession, when you go lava piercer into tackling rock, it turns it into SA. If I remember correctly, Danny, correct me if I'm wrong. Does it, does it turn them both into SA or just the first one? Just the first one. The second one is forward guard. Okay. And then choice, do you use tackling rock at all in awakening right now? Like on life? No, I mean, I've tried it before, especially with the flow that allows you to tackling rock into a grab. I thought that it might be another way that you could sort of land instead of if your lava pierces on cooldown it's another movement into a grab but it just was it was so slow and it just i don't know it just felt clunky and yeah i just never really used it so it's just another locked ability yeah i also keep it locked do you think you'll use it more after this change no not at all i don't even i don't think that pre-awakening actually got anything relevant at all for awakening um whatever Whatever changes they made to Beastly Windslash doesn't matter because we only use that for the attack speed buff. 
whatever change I made to Fear Strike doesn't matter because that stays locked. And, you know, everything everything they did, the only impactful change is now when I open my K menu, it's nice and clean without all those flows. That's pretty much it. <laughs> oh, hold on right. real quick, real quick. Uh, someone in chat is saying... That's pretty fair. Both Titan Step and Tackling Rock are useful in Awakening. These folks don't try to make the most out of their kit. Choice just relies on Omega gear. Do you have a response to that choice? I do rely on my Omega gear, yes. But <laughs> I only know of one Zerker that actually uses it, so I don't think that I'm the uh, exception. I'm sort of the rule. Yeah, I mean, I, I just I think Titan Step is fairly useful, although I can understand where Choice is coming from and locking it. But Tackling Rock, I... I I don't know. I, I think it's just such a niche ability that most Zerkers just are like, whatever. Obviously, extremely useful in a key ability in Succession, but in Awakening, very, very, very niche ability that most Zerkers just lock so they don't have to deal with it. Um, what about the headbutt know. changes? Are the headbutt changes not impactful? No. Yeah, okay. I mean, I guess the headbutt KD goes off like a fraction of a second faster, but it's not going to like make or break any combos. Like now you don't have to charge the powerful headbutt anymore. It just goes straight off, which I guess is fine, but it's not really going to like, it doesn't give us enough time to add in anything new. Danny, is it the same in succession? Um, I... Choice said it hits like a fraction of a second quicker. I find it actually hits like a fraction of a second slower because he pulls his head all the way back and then hits forward instead of like just wiggling his head slightly and then hitting you. Um, and then like it, it hasn't affected the movement. Like it hasn't affected the movement, but it, you can tell when the like how when they moved everything together that ultimate headbutt is in there because on the second like crab walk when you go, your character throws his head back crazy far for no reason. Yeah. Um. They changed fear strike a little bit. Uh, nothing big. I don't think they removed the bleed and then at, uh, changed the reduced defense from the main skill to the uh, flow, which used to have the bleed onto it. I don't think there's any big changes there. But on succession, fear strike is now AOE? Question mark. Uh, Danny, is that you asked for that change? Because that seems very strange. What? Sorry. Fear Strike being AoE? No, I was like surprised. Like I was testing it out. It's more than AoE. It's like four Zerkers wide. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's up with that. But what is the what is the utility of that? What is what is that? Is it good for large scale? Is it? I know you were saying. I think you were saying something about it would help with desync. Which sure, I can get that, but. Is that what they were trying to do? If if I had an answer for you, I'd give it to you. I legitimately <laughs> like looked at the move and I was like, out of all the things we wrote down and asked for, why would you f change that? Yeah. Is it yeah, a, P kind of is a, it a PVE buff? I guess. Or no? Not at uh, all. No. No. No, it's not. <laughs> it, it literally just... Think of like... Think of how big a Zerker is. Now put two Zerkers on every side of them, and that's how wide they made the move. It just it doesn't yeah. make it easier to hit stuff. It like I don't I don't know. 
Very strange. Very strange. Choice, are you upset that this didn't get uh, moved over to Awakening, that Fear Strike is a, isn't AoE for Awakened Circus? I mean, nobody's really going to use Fear Strike since we can now cancel into Groundlifting, so I don't really see that change even mattering. It wouldn't. I wouldn't unlock it, even if they did add that. Yeah. Man, what a weird change. What a weird change. So strange. Um... God, what a weird change. I'm sorry. I just, I am so confused by that. Um, all right. Uh, Frosty, I actually got to get going here. Uh, I got to go help my dad with something real quick. Oh, no. requires my assistance. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. So I got you, I don't dude. know how long it's going to take. I'm going to stay in the call and keep streaming with the intent of coming back in like 10 minutes, but I have no <laughs> idea if that's going to happen or not. So. Okay. Uh, cool. Sounds good. I wanted to ask, uh, if I'm not back before y'all leave Danny choice. Thank you guys. Appreciate your expertise. I love both of you. You're much better than me. Please don't bully me. Thank you. <laughs> I, want, oh, man. I wanted to ask both of you guys with the, uh, so you get a hundred HP every two seconds when you have your, your makeshift beast form up, um, in succession. And I, I kind of want to talk about if, if you think that that will make Zerker feel more tanky. And then obviously when you have your full Q buff up and this up, you have 350 HP every two seconds. Um, do you think that that's gonna like increase your, the duration you can stay in a fight or you like save you from potentially dying in node war? Is, it, is that enough to be like, oh, I'm gonna notice this? Uh, Danny, starting with Danny since you main suck. Okay. Um... I think it'll be really good for 1v1s. Um, I don't think it'll have that big of an impact in large scale unless you are like a DP meme, to be honest. DP memes are like drooling right now at the thought of having that much health regen just naturally. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, Zerker's problem was never that he couldn't survive a fight. The problem with Zerker was that the moment you enter a fight, you just turn into mashed potatoes, right? So, I mean, I think I see what they were trying to get at, but it's either, like, small-scale skirmishes, it'll make you less reliant on, like, jumping in, jumping out, jumping in, getting your heal, and then jumping out. You know, mm. instead, now you can just stay on the off, like, just on the outside, a little less in the damage, and you'll be constantly taking health. But, for large scale, it's still just going to be a matter of you have maxed out DP, a single Nova is going to hit you with like her dash, and then you're just going to lose half your health, and then a wizard's going to drop meteor and you're dead. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, Choice, like maybe at, at your gear level, do you think that this amount of extra HP, if you had, I, I mean, I know you primarily play Awakening, but if you had like that, if you were gaining 100 HP every two seconds, is that going to increase your survivability at your gear? Is that while you're on the ground too? It's just forever, yeah. It's just a passive, it's just yeah. Above. Yep. Okay. I mean, it's not a nothing change. Uh, especially, I do agree with Danny that it's more of a one v one change. You really can't do much to help Zerker. Yeah, like it's all about positioning and you know being able to get in, do damage, and get out these days in large scale, and that's for every single class. So I don't think a small little HP thing like that's going to make a gigantic difference in large scale. But in one v ones, for sure. Like, if you can get caught and you can survive because you have maybe an extra, you know, 300 HP that you've received over the duration of their combo, that could 
that could amount in you actually being able to stand up at the higher gear levels. Right. Um, I don't think it's going to make much of an impact for, you know, lower geared Zerkers when they're getting one combo because they're just going to die in a combo instantly. But if somehow they're taking chip damage and they can heal that up a little bit quicker uh, or a little, you know, without having to heal, right? Because our heals are very hard to use in 1v1s. I guess it's kind of, you know, it's a nice way to get a little extra benefit. But yeah. I would much have rather seen zerker's hp pool in general keep up with the meta thing that i you know have said for a long time and complained about for a long time is zerker's back in the day used to have 2500 hp like that was our cap before garmos hearts before cup add-ons before kaffir stones before uh you know the 600 hp from journals before we had hp pots that would only heal every three seconds instead of two seconds etc etc all of these hp bonuses have made us to now where we're rocking, you know, 6,000, 7,000 HP. We're no longer at that 2,500 anymore. Zerker's passive has remained a flat amount of HP, which means that we effectively, for a long time, had like 20 to 25% more HP than any other class. Right. Whereas now, our HP passive gives us like not even 10% more HP in some cases. So that really never kept up with the times. And I would have rather if they were going to really try to fix the tankiness of the class or, you know, wanted to make it where the HP was relevant, actually make that passive perhaps scale with HP, where now maybe Zerkers would build more HP accessories or build more HP cups or like, you know, actually make us have that 20 to 25% more HP like it used to. But that also does things have sort of changed a lot as well where zerkers are kind of just a ranged class now in the global lab and so i don't necessarily you know range in itself is kind of a protection so i don't mind that zerker is now this squishy class but i do mind that succession zerker is still not that class and probably should deserve to have that extra hp um danny can you uh can you break down for the audience the the, the changes to uh uh ancient wave and and how, wave? how that kind of feels yeah so on succession um ancient wave used to be you could fully charge it uh or you could cancel it with certain moves and it would come out instantly now it's it still comes out instantly but if you do it without it it has a short animation and then he throws it there's no more there's no longer a charge on it mm -hmm. um which is good because what they did is they removed the charge and basically took the middle ground of the least damage you could do in the most with charging and just put it dead on the middle. Um, and so right. now, um, if you are uncubuffed, you just toss out your thing, you like swing your arm downwards, and then you like throw this thing. They fixed the hitbox, they made it so it wasn't so janky before, like the damage was inconsistent, it would throw random like cones of damage. Right, right. Now it is equalize in front of you everything's very streamlined and if you're q buffed or pseudo q buffed you actually instead of swinging down you swing up like you're scraping the ground up at the person uh it's much quicker uh than it was before if you do that as well right and then uh, i guess this is more towards both of you because sometimes when i when i read like so for example the way this is written the attack range is applied differently for uh each distance has been unified to the widest range and then they say um, the damage of this skill has been adjusted accordingly. There's like a chance that that means that your maximum output is lower. Do you, did you either of you test ancient wave damage to see if like 
is it still doing like really good damage or does it feel at all like it's like yeah it's more consistent but now it's less damage um it, it feels like it does more and that i think that comes from the consistency itself because ancient wave used to either absolutely tear through the person you were fighting and they didn't like have anything uh or you'd hit like a 300 like dp player with 305 dap and you do like a tenth of their hp bar right so i think the consistency leads to it feeling like it does more damage okay cool what uh danny let's start with suck first i want to ask this question to both of you guys but um Overall, is it is there anything in here that like maybe people are sleeping on? Like some changes to succession where you're like, this is actually a huge improvement. People don't realize how powerful this might be. Anything that yeah. you're like, wow, this is great. All right, well, break it down for us. What? Um, first of all, the uh, beastly wind slash change. They added a float to beastly wind slash. So we, we got right. a new CC on move and most people are asking for protections. Like we're asking, we've been asking for protections on fear strike or FD and suck forever. Right. Mm -hmm. We, we needed to, you know, actually be able to apply the damage before we get our secondary. Um, and I think people aren't sleeping on it or are sleeping on it because they just don't realize that if you just press shift in space before you do beastly wind slash, <laughs> so you use a lava piercer, it, is actually SA right. on a float, which is great. Yeah. It's not exactly what we needed, but it, it is really something that we could use. Is that only during Beast Farm or that's all zone? the time? If you oh. just use Lava Piercer first when it's not on cooldown, it is SA. Yeah. <laughs> you do trade nice. off a movement though. You do trade off one of your movement options. So they also removed the air smash. And I, I don't know how impactful that was in, in Zerker, but I know a lot of other classes, their smash is actually like awful because it moves people out of your combo sometimes. Is it was that an issue with or that that's I guess they did that because so that doesn't happen, right? Um maybe, I don't know. Actually, air smash is like one of the worst things in the game. Unlike <laughs> yeah. like down down like not even it wouldn't really move people out of the way because we're moving forward with you, so we just go with you anyway. But um down smash when you down smash someone it extends the combo air smash is actually the opposite if you air smash someone it actually um makes them stand up quicker right yeah which sucks so removing that is actually huge because you don't have this you don't kd someone go straight into a beastly wind slash and the dude stands up after like 0 0.3 seconds of the cc right right so um Choice kind of for Awakening. Uh, a little bit of the same thing. I know like Awakening, some of these changes like the the um, Titan Blow is really obvious and the, the Q buff nerfs, but is there anything in here that like when you were reading it, you were a little bit surprised and like this is actually going to be really good? Um, not, not really. I think that Awakened Zerker's changes are very obvious. You know, I think that we're going to have very good range potential and we're... You're going to find a lot more Zerkers playing like rats, I guess, like standing on top of buildings and, you know, probably getting a knockdown followed by a Titan blow for a second knockdown, running up and ancient waving or trying to do some seismicking and ancient waving on you. So you're probably going to find a lot less Zerkers really playing super aggressive like 
and you're going to find a lot more Zergers playing like those little rat witches on the walls in RBFs. But other than <laughs> that, I don't think anything else is going to be super surprising. Yeah. Based on the, the changes, um, do you feel like they they listen? Like when you read through this, does it look like they actually listen to Zerker feedback or a lot of these kind of completely random? I mean, they listen to one thing. They we wanted our we wanted our range potential to not be all loaded into our Q buff and spread out amongst the kit, and they did that. But they pretty much didn't listen to really anything else. Like the class, the class was a good large scale player and is going to continue to be a good large scale class. Mm-hmm. But we're still going to struggle with the one v one scene. Like any rat class, we struggle with. Uh, we don't have like really any protected CCs compared to certain classes that have a ton of SA on their CCs. We really rely on just whatever core we're running at the time. Uh, we also kind of got this weirdly, it's a really weird sort of nerf to our 1v1s that happened in this latest uh, Global Lab as well, where they took away our core on Giant Leap, which was used as a protected float, right. which is really weird. So I think our 1v1 is just, like nothing was addressed in our one v one, and it was mostly nerfed over everything. Yeah, what what's the CC they added, or what's the CC on Seismic Blast Core? They changed it to uh, Seismic, and they added a knockdown on it, which is completely pointless because every Seismic is followed like before Seismic is the ground lifting. Everybody lava piercers ground lifting into seismic, which is a CC. Right. So nobody's going to take that because it's already a CC. And so what's the point? Um, it's just really weird. I would have rather they just left giant leap as the CC. Yeah. Um, what was the other thing? Uh, so giant leap being changed into a single skill. Uh, seismic blast been changed to skill. It required level up to three. Uh, does that make any any differences or what are the impacts of that nothing it's just it's just skill point thing um it still functions it the same skill point thing yeah it functions exactly the same i didn't try level one two and and i, I just left it at three but i'm guessing that maybe there's a lower i'm only speculating that maybe the lower levels can now be used before you hit level 57 so that might help or what I think it was level 58 skill or 59. So mm-hmm. maybe at like level 56, when you get your awakening, you might be able to get level one instead of having to wait a few levels. That's the only thing I could think of as to why they would do that. Right. Um, I know one of the things Reslar, I'm sad he's not here to talk about it, but one of the major things Reslar was hoping for um, is your rocket jump to be fully protected a little bit earlier on and being full iframe in the air. Um, any Anything, any updates on that? Yeah, no, they they didn't change anything about the giant leap. It's got a bug right now where you can jump infinitely with it. And uh, originally, when I was trying it out, I thought, "Is this really happening right now? Like, are they <laughs> trying to, what are they doing with this class?" Um, but no, it turns out it's a bug. So giant leap, they merged the flow into the normal giant leap, so it technically did get a buff because now we can jump twice every ten seconds instead of we used to be able to jump twice every 20 seconds and once every 10 seconds. Right. So it kind of got a little bit of a buff. But in terms of um, one of the biggest 1v1 issues that I see on Zerker is we use our shake off to move around, and that's our only iframe um, that's useful for dodging grabs. 
And so a lot of the time we don't have a deliberate iframe to use when we see somebody coming in for a grab because we're playing this game of, okay, I have to sit still and literally wait for this guy to come at me with a grab compared to you know, being able to move around and identifying, okay, he's about to grab and having something to use to dodge it because right. it's always going to be on cooldown. And so I would have loved to see either A, maybe our shift A or shift D being like our evasion skill, being an iframe that we can use to dodge grabs or just making it where Giant Leap now activates iframe right when you cast it, kind of like a kind of like a uh, guardian, right? When they're starting their little Phoenix dive or whatever. Um, something to deal with a grab would be incredible. I don't think that both is fair. If we got an iframe on shift A or shift D and also a good iframe on Giant Leap, that would be a little bit too strong, but at least give us one iframe that we can use in a deliberate fashion right. to dodge grabs. So I'd love that. Um, Danny, kind of the, the, the same original question with Succession. Um, when you read through all these changes and, and you, being, you got to submit feedback, um, do you feel like they a lot of these were mostly stuff people were asking for for Succession, or are these a little bit like... They threw a bunch of stuff out and they want to get feedback after. Um, they address some of the things, but not in the fashion. Uh, not in the fashion that some of us may have wanted. Like we asked for more, a better way to get crit rate on succession, right? And we're like, okay, well, how how will we do this? So now, if we want the crit rate, we have to wait. We have to see. We have to pseudo cube buff. Wait for the timer to tick all the way down, and then pseudo cube buff again, and we get ten seconds of thirty percent crit rate, which is good. Right. But you know, it's a long wait, and it's a lot of pre buffing to get that right. Right, right. That is kind it's of like, weird. Yeah, and we asked for forward guards. Like the entire community has been screaming for like come on, just give us something that we can have for a protected CC. And sure, Beastly Windslash is great. Except when you're in beast form, Beastly Windslash is gone and you get this really shitty fucking jump claw. Right. But we don't even get to use that protected. So they kind of just looked at what we said. I think it's great. I think everything they've done has been like fucking amazing so far. But the the huge, huge issues that we were like, we really can't function as a class without these. They were like, you're right. You can't function as a class, so don't function kind of thing. And we're like, okay, well, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I could see that. What What about PvE? Um, are any of these changes for Succession going to change PvE for, for Zerker? Are any of these changes impactful in PvE? I think Zerker is about to be the number one grinder, period. Why is that? Well, here's changing their grind speed. 24-7 Q buff. Right. It buffs the damage a lot, significantly. I don't know exactly how no, much it affects your damage, so... Claws, the, if you can keep your crit rate up 24-7, Claws hit like a freight train. Um, and like even pseudo Q buff in mobs, the Claws did mad damage. So having that up 24-7... Um, and then having that crit rate every every 10 seconds or for 10 seconds every 20 seconds after is just like money on money on money when you're when it comes to grinding so i i without a doubt think succession is going to be the next flavor of the month for people looking to grind 
It's also incredibly yeah. easy. Just hold R and B. Yeah, you literally so, press C every twenty seconds. Even if you don't want to cycle it to keep your Q buff up with your heels, you can literally just press C every twenty seconds and then hold right mo right mouse button for the rest of that. Yeah. Uh, what about what about? Wait, so you're going to be mostly scratching instead of spinning? Or a combination? You could do a combination, but like if we're talking easiest thing for best, uh, like least effort for most payout, people can reroll press C and hold right mouse button. Press right. it again, hold right mouse button. That's it. Right, right. Uh, what about awakening choice? Um, are any of these changes going to be impactful, like either cooldowns or damage or speed or whatever for, for PvE on awakening? Or does it make it easier or better in any way? Um, I mean, it's going to have a slight buff because now we can seismic and split shot a lot more often because split shots on an eight second cooldown instead of mm -hmm. the 20 or whatever it was. Uh, in terms of Titan Blow's viability in PvE, it also seems like Titan Blow is a pretty good PvE attack. Um, so using that every six seconds is going to be pretty good. But realistically, I don't think that it's going to be revolutionary. It's not going to make us, you know, go up in any sort of grind tier list or anything like that. I think just our PV style is going to be different, really. I don't think it really sped us up or slowed us down in, in a significant margin. Is it going to be less or more sweaty? Or same? Um, it's probably going to be more sweaty because there's more cooldown management. Um, you know, we're using a lot, you know, different skills now with the whole Titan blow thing. And we have to worry a little bit more about is devastation worth using. And now with a 10 second cooldown, when, you know, you can't use the flow some, sometimes afterwards because it doesn't come up in the 13 seconds that it has a cooldown for, um, our Q buff, you know, before you could just, you know, Q buff and shoot, shoot, shoot. And it would be kind of useful every 30 seconds, but now Q buff is sort of just dead and you can't really use that for PV anymore. So that might affect the speed of our Elvia grind a little bit um, when we have a weapon. And yeah, overall, I, I don't think that it's going to be easy. It's going to be a lot of, lot more cooldown management and a lot more, you know, trying to make sure you don't use certain abilities before others so you can get all three Titan blow shots instead of doing the two Titan blow shots. So it's going to be kind of a mess for a while there, but yeah, it's probably just a little bit harder than what it once was. Um. All right, so you you mentioned you you wish you had an iframe to deal with like the grab class, like an on-demand iframe. O outside of the iframe, is there any like glaring holes? What are some of the glaring holes that Zerker still has even after this rework that you feel like need to be addressed in the next uh, iteration? Uh, for awakening well, specifically. Yeah, holes that we have. You know, it's always really a touchy subject i feel really bad asking for things a lot of the time because i feel like i'm being greedy about it what but i don't know having having a protected cc would be amazing you know like it seems like there's when i compare a striker who can hit you know shift lmb into rmb it's sacc they can hit shift q it's an sacc they can hit uh a d l rmb d uh rmb and it's a protected cc they can hit f and it's a protected cc like there's literally so many protected ccs that certain classes have mm -hmm. and zerker relies on just the core we can use predatory hunt 
but that is really a succession thing more than anything because predatory hunt is so easy to grab out of it's so easy to predict like you're literally jumping in the air and it's so slow so for all you know functional reasons we really don't have a protected cc other than whatever core we decide to use and even then now our core for giant leap which is the one that we used the most for 1v1s is just gone so i would love to see our 1v1 addressed a lot or i don't know just something to do with our 1v1 in a way that we can you know be more protected when trying to go for trades and not just have to rely on you know we go in and we just grab and that's all the gameplay loop is of zerker you can go in try to grab you can go in try to stomp and you just rinse and repeat so i would i'd like to see a little bit more dynamic ability to use other stuff um other than just trying to go for grabs all the time um danny kind of same question um I mean, I, I don't think your iframe situation is really no better on succession. I don't think, is it? I mean, you're still just relying on shake off if you're trying to avoid a grab or just staying away. Um, but outside of the iframe and, and like being able to avoid grabs, like what what major holes are they still? Um, I guess also you elaborated on the frontal guard for large scale stuff. Um, so outside of those two things, are there any other major holes that you really hope get addressed for succession and the iterations? Mm, I guess um, well, the big complaint was same with what Choice was saying essentially we don't really have like a dedicated protected CC um, and Predatory can fill that role now because it's faster but the problem is like it's even more choreographed than it was prior right? right you can't even linger the SA on it like you used to be able to, where like if you were fighting a Sork, you could linger the hops. Now, the moment you hit the ground, if you're not holding back C, you just drop out of it. So yeah. I, I, I guess my big complaint is we asked for the protection and we still haven't gotten it. And it's not like what I sent up wasn't out there. I'm not asking for full SA rotation. I'm asking for a forward guard on a cooldown on a six-second move, and they're still dragging their feet on giving it to us, right? Right. I don't think it's that far out there where it would absolutely destroy or make or break Zerker's kit, but it could give Zerkers the potential like, to use their skill and leverage it instead of just being, okay, well, we're just going to rotate all our SAs, CCs 24-7, you know, drop four grabs, and then, like, you know. Yeah. Let me let me ask you is this, because uh, a lot of people are saying this in, in chat. Now, there's kind of a two-parter. It's like, one... The counter argument is a lot of people like you have four grabs, a couple of them are protected. So you like already have protected CCs. It's one of the counters like people when they hear you ask for protected CCs, they're like, well, what you guys already have this, 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 whatever. Um, separately, but it kind of ties into it. Do you think that it's uh, necessarily a protected CC that you're missing or quick catches that you're missing? So for example, on, on Succession Ninja, they're only protected CC is a smokescreen right but behead is a fantastic cc that you guys don't have like this just quick aoe stun that's very difficult to react to or malice where they just kind of throw it out and they're already on to the next thing is it a protected cc that you're lacking or is it a, a like a quick catch that's hard to react to that you're lacking and then on top of that i guess if you have a response to like you know when people say well you have grabs why do you need more 
CCs or protected yeah. CCs. I got a I got a response for that All really right. easily. So yeah, Zerkers complain about or a lot of people complain that Zerkers have four grabs. Okay. Here's the thing though. Strikers have a seven second KD grab, whereas Zerkers grabs are all bounds and they're all on very high cooldowns. One of our grab is 40 seconds, the other one's 23, the other one is 20, and then our E grab is 12. I've said before, time and time again, you can have all those grabs if I can have strikers grab. I would much rather have a seven second ball and ass KD grab than I would have four shit grabs. So that's my response to that. And hey, guess what? Striker is the one with all those protected CCs that I was just talking about. So not only do they have a baller ass SA grab, now they also have all those baller ass SA forward guard CCs. So I don't know. I, I don't think that us having four grabs is a great argument when all of our grabs are very mediocre in comparison to mystics and strikers and uh, you know, all these other seven second grabs that are very quick to get off and some of them even being KD grabs. I would rather have that for the class. You know, just the quantity of grabs doesn't necessarily make up for the fact it doesn't necessarily make them more broken in comparison to one really good seven second grab that's also a kd so that's in response to that in the response to your second question about does zerker need a fast catch compared to an actual protected cc yes I it mean, does sure yeah <laughs> well, sorry, Reslar, to catch you up real quick. So, uh, like, Choice and, and Danny were saying that they would love to get, like, a protected CC, especially, like, now that Giant Leap core got changed, which you didn't get to share your opinion on that. But I want to... I was asking, because, like, Ninja, as an example, has Smokescreen is really, in succession particularly, is their only protected CC. Is it the lack of protected CC that Zerker has, or is it lack of just quick catches that are hard to react to that Zerker is missing? Um, so if you want to add to what Choice was saying. Well, first of all, I interrupted him, so... Yeah, that was Choice, rude. Go, go ahead, ahead Choice, if thought. you could finish your thought. No, I just want to, you know, I was thinking about making a grand entrance, but then I heard the question, and I was like, well, that has an obvious answer. But sorry, Choice, continue, please. Yeah, so the thing is, is that Zerker already has a fast catch. Uh, we can hit F after Lava Piercer, and it does an mm -hmm. AoE stiffen, and it's unprotected, and it's useful. I use it all the time, but... I don't think anything about Zerker's movement is unpredictable. And so I really feel like an SACC would work better than a really fast unprotected CC because I just think that you would have... To, there's nothing in the kit that would make a fast CC make sense in the kit. Like, there's no real... I don't know. There's, there's nothing that could be just unpredictable enough like a ninja because ninjas what they can do is with a lot of their cc's they're moving around in their forward guard positioning repositioning positioning repositioning and they can do that forever and then all of a sudden they just throw out a really fast cc whereas right. zerker is not really going to be ever doing that we're not going to be moving around in this unpredictable fashion because we're going to run out of stamina and we're also going to be completely unprotected in a lot of this movement if all we're doing is just shaking off moving around so i don't know you know it makes sense for ninjas to have that but it Kind of doesn't make sense for a class like Zerker too. Danny, do you feel that the the same is true on Suck? Because I do think Suck Zerker movement is a lot different than Awakening, but I, it's not ninja movement. Obviously, it's very different. Um, but Danny, do you think like there's kind of same yeah. thing as Choice or? 
could I address the questions differently? Yeah, please. Um, back to the question about grabs. Right. Four, sex of Grabs 3 instead of 4. One of them we shouldn't even consider. A corpse storm is useless in the sense where if you grab someone with it, um, you're stuck in the animation for half of the CC uh, timer. So basically, the moment they stand up, you have to do your secondary, right? Um, cool. Okay, so we're down to like two grabs. We can consider the third. Um, I don't like comparing our grabs to other classes. I don't like saying like Striker has a seven, seven, seven second grab and so Zerker, you know, like it's not that bad. I think we should look at it in a way where Zerker has three grabs. Sure. <clears throat> Zerker is also one of the only class in the games with a single iframe. Um, Zerker is also one of the only class in the game. You know, like, I'd say more than half the class in the game have a grab. Sure, a Zerker can grab. Bam. He's tossed out his grab. Oh, he's stuck in place in a stupid animation. Same as most mm -hmm. other classes. But we can't really, we can't really, like, we, we can iframe out of it. Our iframe doesn't work half the time, most mostly. Um, I find most of the time, if I whiff a grab, it's an instant grab back. Or if I do hit a grab, it's a bound as soon as you drop someone. The difference is, like, I have a bound, and most of our CCs are floats or other bounds we don't have a lot of time to be dealing damage we get a grab we bound them they're on the ground they're stuck on the ground okay cool what do we do now as a suck circle like i'll use fd i'll use headbutt fear strike if they immune that headbutt they might just stand up and grab me right after i don't think it's i i think i would rather them give us quick catches with maybe like a protection on it or something like that compared to us having three grabs i i, I don't think in my life I've ever needed all three grabs besides like just spamming them for the sake of it's a class without a grab and I can just spam them. I think I would much rather have us with like one, maybe two grabs that are up to par with some of the other classes and feel like right. Right. Like when I get an E grab, I throw someone on the ground and on a, if, if you're on awakening like choice, sometimes you can get this really cool glitch where you e-grab them, throw them, and then you're just not allowed to move until they stand up. That one's pretty cool. And if you play Awakening, I'm sure you know about that one. So what about um, what about the CC thing, like with the protected CC or a, a quick catch um, protected for Succession? CC? Yeah. Uh, I think Succession has some good quick catches, but like I think Succession has quicker catches than Awakening and better mix-ups, but it doesn't help us most of the time. Like. If we decide to use like some weird mix-up to get a CC, most of the time we end up just getting stiffened by some class's throwaway move, and then we lose. That's it. So I, I'm really adamant on us having those like a four guard. Even even like when we get a CC, the problem is like generally I'd like to have a forward guard in case there's anyone around or something, or even just in one v ones. It'd be nice to be able to throw to move that does damage, where I'm not sacrificing my entire combo like if i throw predatory to try and catch someone and i don't hit them i cannot one combo them because i'm lacking the damage and i've lost a 20 second movement ability right right so i i i am with choice god fucking damn it i'm, I'm with choice very adamantly on the um on the protection uh on an attack comparatively okay. protected cc uh res do you want to talk about um I mean, you could also address those two things, the the grabs. So one of the things was like, well, why do you guys want to protect at CC of four grabs? There's a lot of people in chat were saying, I, you hear that all the time when Zerker's talked about, but also... um, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The giant leap stuff, um, the core change, and the fact that it didn't get what you were asking for. 
Yeah, so the fact that it's not actually iframe in the air is fucking infuriating. It's 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 really the main if if it actually if they fixed giant leap, then I would probably have no complaints whatsoever about the rework. But like, dude, why is that thing not iframe while in the air? It says iframe while in the air. It is in fact not iframe in the air, and it bothers the shit out of me. Um as far as like the like grab uh quick CC thing um, I mean, I, I can't really explain it anymore any better than Danny or Choice did, in all honesty. It's just like, at the end of the day, if you think that because we have four grabs, we don't deserve a quick CC, like, I don't, know, I, I don't even want to bother talking to you, in all honesty. Like, it's such a weird concept to me. Um, people don't even want to bother, like, learning the different grabs and, like, the openings that they have. Uh, they just re about four grabs constantly, uh, in which like the lowest one is what a fourteen second cooldown, I think. I, I don't know. It's it gets annoying. It gets old having to deal with that kind of shit. Um, and it, regarding uh, giant leap, did you guys talk about the backwards giant leap yet? Uh, the core skill change. No, no, no. The oh. spammable backwards oh. giant leap. Yeah, I think a choice mentioned that uh, he thinks it's just a bug. Dude, that shit is hilarious. Oh my god. Like, obviously it's a bug and it's not going to make it to live, but god, could you imagine? <laughs> yeah, Mystic has that with Wolf's Frenzy. Have you seen the Wolf's Frenzy one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one where they blink in and out of existence constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that's funny. Um. So... Yeah, we kind of we kind of mostly covered everything. Res, is there some anything major in the reworks that you are still kind of hoping for on iteration number two and three? I, I the other thing I wanted to ask too to to kind of everyone here, um, did any of the bugs that you guys uh, that kind of bother you guys get fixed? Were any of the bugs addressed, or did anything on Global Labs feel like, oh, okay, this bug isn't here anymore? Um, uh, on Zerker. I know some new bugs are introduced, which have happened pretty much with all of the reworks. Um, but what about existing bugs that are on live server that's like, this is really annoying and hasn't been fixed? I'm assuming that the Zerker you grab bug is, even sometimes it happens with uh, Rock Smash, to be honest, but sometimes, like Danny was saying, you will go and grab somebody, they'll then try to go and input usually Frenzy Destroyer, and the game's just mm -hmm. like, sorry, you're just not allowed to do that until you let go of absolutely all your keys and then try it again. And by that time, because the grabs are abound, they're stood up already, right? So by the time you identify, okay, I've just ran into this bug, and then you go to try to fix the bug by just letting off all your keys, by that time, you're already, you know, CC'd or grabbed or whatever. And it's it's a pretty annoying bug. I it, and the hard, hardest thing is, is that it's so hard to replicate that it's hard to really give them an idea of how to fix it. And uh, once again, it's hard to test because I could go an entire week of PVPing and not run into that bug. And then all of a sudden I start getting that bug like seven times in a row in one duel. So it's really weird. And uh, I don't know, hopefully, hopefully that's something they can look at in terms of just making after e-grab cancels or after grab grabs in general, just making us able to go into FD a lot easier would be not really nice. Um, Russ? 
Uh, sorry, I was reading things. What was the question? Well, mostly about like were any of the bugs uh actually addressed, or does it not really look like any of the bugs? I don't were addressed? think so. Were any bugs addressed? Man, Zerker is such a buggy class. It's one of like the weirdest things about it. It seems to have infinitely more bugs than any other class in the game for some strange reason. Um, I think part of that is also that it's uh especially vulnerable to desync as well. I think it's kind of another aspect of it. Uh, and for whatever reason, they just don't ever seem to be interested in fixing any of those issues, which is kind of confusing, but like, sure. I think most circus just kind of come to live with it over the years. Like you just kind of, you occasionally get desynced or something bugs out and you're just kind of like, ugh, that's annoying, but whatever. It's the same thing it's been for years now. So who cares? It'd be nice if they fixed it, but I doubt they will. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Rez, what are you expecting for uh, the iterations? I mean, are, are you... I guess, like, Titan Titan Blow is kind of a new skill. Uh, and then the C buff thing is kind of a new skill. Were you guys at all bummed out? I know some classes feel a little bit sad they didn't get entirely new skills. Uh, were you guys hoping for something just totally new? Or... Uh, I mean, a, a new skill would have been nice, but Choice, like, nailed it earlier when he said, like, well, Titan Blow is basically a brand new skill. Like, it definitely is. Um... How does so, the BSR work on it? Does that terrible? Yes, BSRs don't they work on Google Labs. It. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. The BSR is still melee, and it also does no damage. Okay, so, so it's, it's totally pointless. Is it just not updated, or is it actually a new BSR and it's just bad? I don't even know. Like, I, I, I can't. I didn't compare the tooltips, but to me. I don't know. I don't think anything really changed because actually, in fact, Reslar saying that the BSR doesn't even work can make sense because I swear that that ability at least did some damage on live. And, and I, I am mobile, yeah, I'm didn't do pretty anything. confident it just does not work, dude. I swear. <laughs> Danny, did you put in input for any like new abilities on Succession Zerker? I'm curious. Danny, hello? Sorry, I'm... I'm... I, I had a bit of an issue with my computer. I was struggling to get to Discord. I've been recording this whole time, and I filled up my hard drive. Oh, I didn't mean to record. Oh no. <laughs> um, so, no, I did not fill out for a new ability. Um, just because, like, there was no suggestions from the community. I couldn't think of anything. And what they did was they basically made a new ability out of old things we already had and right. clumped it into one amalgamation. Does Shakeoff just need a lower... I, sorry, I'm, now I'm like thinking about the iframe thing. If Shakeoff was a even lower cooldown, would that be enough choice? Like if it was only like, no. I don't know, maybe a one second cooldown, kind of like some of these other classes? I mean, that would definitely help but i would definitely prefer to have a independent iframe to use because once again mm -hmm. there is that sense of sort of randomness where if you just happen to use a shake off and you see oh crap that guy's coming for me that that one second would leave a big gap where we can't you know try to iframe a grab so i'd rather have a different iframe that one that we weren't just using all the time um yeah. you know even off cooldown it's if I can, it's almost the exact same problem that we talk about with Moose's and Maywa's iframe on Chase. It's the fact that Chase is an ability that you're constantly using. You cannot save that iframe for when you need it. So they need an independent iframe, right? It's the same idea. 
Yeah. Yeah, you need a a good sleet step, like leaves dropping. <laughs> yeah, dude, we need leaves dropping, exactly. Yeah. No, I don't know. Like <laughs> I don't know what we need or if that would be like busted or whatever. But I mean we have two iframes. One of them is only fifty percent true and it has a hell of a wind up animation, and then the other one is part of our like normal movement rotation, so we can't right. actually save it for when we need it. So I don't know, man. It it kind of sucks not having like a reliable iframe when it feels like pretty much every other class has it at least one for the most part. I don't know. Hey, was well, Amusas hate you for saying that? That's why I said pretty much every other class. <laughs> yeah. Um I I didn't get a chance to ask Choice or or Danny this um cuz we were talking about it with Nayashi, but the seismic got a 5% PVP damage nerf. Um do you think that that'll matter? Will that be noticeable? A lot of people are saying and it kind of feels this way. It feels closer to 15%. Um, I don't know if this is because everybody in the global lab runs around in hard cap gear, but even then, when you ask somebody to put on, you know, you know, three seventy DP or something, it still doesn't feel like it's hitting like it used to hit. Right. And so, we'll see if that five percent ends up actual actualizing on the live server, or if it's going to feel like more. But overall. If it's gonna, you know, have people stop complaining about seismic, I'd rather that than yeah, I'd rather that pretty much because everybody complains about seismic. Yeah, that's what that was the first thing I saw Rizlar say is like, well, now people can stop complaining about that skill. Yeah, well, in regards to that and Q buff, like I don't know, just like with the whole four grabs thing, you just kind of get tired of hearing it. After all, all right, okay. First of all, though, that is a whole Q buff is literally impacting large scale so much. Your grabs, I get it. Like I grab, that's not a good argument because you guys are struggling even with the four grabs. But the no, Q buff I, no, no, was no, no, like, no. you're I, misunderstanding me. I am not saying that any of it is unjustified. I'm right. just saying that as someone who's played Zerker since launch, it gets it gets old. No, like for I sure. just like. I'm like, yes, I know Q-Buff is, I know Seismic does, I know for crap, like, dude, like, oh my god, please. Yeah, see, I, I, I've said multiple times, I, I don't mind Seismic because at least they have to come up to me to do it. Q-Buff is actually tilting for, like, entire guilds. It, it's, it's super tilting, but, um, yeah. and I kind of like the direction they went with the change, personally, but, um, but they also, and this is what I was talking to you and uh, Nayashi about, because they reduced the cooldown of split shot, and I believe what they said in the patch notes is they, uh, they like, what's the word I'm looking for? Improved, like, the flow of split shot uh, from Seismic. Like, it, I feel like that nerf maybe is kind of mute, maybe? I mean, I don't know. Does it, does it, can you just split shot right after Seismic to make it feel, like, same-ish to like life yeah i'm assuming yeah but it is um more unprotected because now you're not getting that frontal into giant leap and now you have to you know and it's also you can't giant leap after split shot very well right you have to go through the wind up again yeah um divio's made a good point as well a 35 percent pvp reduction up to 40 mathematically turns out to about eight percent 
And then since the ability itself went from minus 15 debuff up to uh, minus 20, it's probably closer to about a 7% nerf overall, I would say. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I don't know. That, yeah, that makes sense. I like it's that skill of all the of all the new skills had like the some of the lowest um, reduction. I know like a lot of the skills that got added with that new awaken skill change was were all like fifty percent reduction in PvP or close to fifty percent, either forty or fifty. Um, but yeah, it's just I I just think five percent actually is going to be more impactful in the way it feels, especially if it's like on lower geared players. But I guess we'll see when it comes live. Um Yeah, outside of that res, you didn't can do you you hate the core change, right? So seismic and giant sleep, I'm assuming. Uh yeah, I mean I don't know. Like core core uh giant leap was super useful for 1v1s albeit kind of gimmicky because like once people know that you have it it's pretty easy to avoid um but still pretty useful um so that kind of sucks that that's going away um and then they're adding core seismic right and what is it yeah. what does it do again knockdown. it adds knockdown yeah kitty yeah i don't know i just kind of feel like uh I don't know. I feel like in in large scale like field open field fights you're probably still going to take ground lifting, I feel like. And then uh just so you can like be fully protected to go and queue up all your big damage. And I don't then... think so. I think that we're going to lose. Well, I think that most zerkers are going to prefer to use it on Titan Blow for the frontal well, guard. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say is that the only thing that I would give that up for is maybe Titan Blow, but I don't know if I would take Titan Blow over ground lifting in field fights. In like a castle, like for sure. And 1v1s, I also think I would definitely take Titan Blow over ground lifting. But I don't know about field fights. I feel like field fights, I might still take ground lifting, but I don't know. We'll have to see. That core Titan Blow is definitely very. Uh, very tempting with the uh, frontal guard adding on to the range thing, especially the if you're fighting. Such a, it's like a micro. It's really, if you look at it, it's a very micro. Um, it is amount of time between your ground lifting and seismicking. But dude, I swear, man, the second I forget, like it, it actually happened last night in Nodor. I actually still had, uh, I still had a rocket jump core from doing some one v ones before war. And for the first, like, I don't know how long, 10, 15 minutes of the war, I was just like, man, why do I keep getting CC'd whenever I, like, go in on these, like, on these small groups? And then I finally realized, oh, shit, I forgot to change my core. I don't know if that's just me being a bad player. Probably is. But, like, I feel like I, I feel like I can feel the difference, in all honesty. Um, I think it would be cool. You know, we're asking for a protected CC. What if they just made it where... If you added the core to groundlifting for SA, it also gave the animation of general disarray full ASA. That'd be like kind of two protected be... CCs in one, but they're kind of the same skill, really. Yeah, that'd be really nice, actually. For sure. That does sound... Uh, I... <laughs> so it'd be like to the Danny... flow, I guess, technically? Yeah. yeah. Right. Danny, I wanted to ask you, man, because I've tried playing 
uh, Succession, Berserker, and PV before, and maybe I'll talk about this. And if you did, I'm sorry. Uh, what I I feel like there is a problem of like burst damage that Sucksucker has that makes me not want to play it in large scale. Is that true or am I bad? Help me out here. Sucksucker is a checklist character. Um, there is burst, but you need to hit a checklist. Um, pretty much, you need to have hit them with Predatory and get that 60% crit rate. You need to have hit them with Fierce Strike and have gotten that DP minus and attack speed. And then you need to float them and Lava Piercer Spin because you have the crit damage, you have the minus DP, and now you're getting air attack on your spin. Well, like basically the exact combo is you grab someone, headbutt F, uh, predatory can or headbutt FFD, strong headbutt or no, not strong headbutt. Sorry, I'm fucking I'm fucking this up. Anyway, essentially you you predatory someone, get the fucking crit buff, then you headbutt F, fear strike, lava piercer spin, and it heads huge damage. But it's just like a fucking incredible amount of checkbox to do that. Yeah. See, I feel like that's just hard to do in large scale. It's it's hard oh, to no, do. No, all no, no. This isn't for large scale. This is this is one v one. There is no burst in large scale. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I'm saying. Like, I just can't. Like, I try to take into the node wars, and I feel like I'm just a hundred percent bot. Like, that's all I'm good for. Is I can hundred percent, and then I can maybe claws like one or two people down before oh. I die. Whenever I e buff. Oh no, no, no! You're doing it wrong. So you you actually have to um get two. You have to get two hundred percent, not one hundred percent, and then you <laughs> use that. And then you go and do goofy stuff like fall out of your chair and make food for the other 29 minutes, and then you come back and do that 200% on APOC the second time. Okay, here we go. <laughs> while, while you're allied with them, by the way. Well, you guys were looking just so juicy. What could I say? Uh-huh. Imagine blowing a 30-minute cooldown like, on a joke. And it was so, absolutely And your team needed you. It sounds it sound worth it, worth if it. I'm being honest, yeah. Does does the rework fix any of that? Like I don't Fuck like no. I'm reading the rework <laughs> and I'm like this stuff is cool but I feel like I'm still not going to be playing this in large scale. <laughs> like no, no, absolutely absolutely not. Um but it's cool. It looks cool. It doesn't it doesn't help but it, it it's pretty gamer. You don't think okay, that, that I'm glad it's not just me being ignorant cuz I'm I like, mean I mean I just... Sorry to cut in. You could drop the ancient wave all you want, so Frosty, but it's unprotected on attack. You're just going to get flattened. And the great thing about ancient wave is when you throw it out and that whole move comes out, if you get CC'd at any point, it just does no damage. Period. Right. At all. Yeah. yeah. I, I hate that about a lot of skills. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. Unless it's, I'm a, not a unless fan. it's the pet skill from a Witcher Wizard. That's true. I guess the after effect is still hit you. Which is really weird how it does that. Yeah. Um, I don't. I'm not a, a a fan of like. I don't think it matters that much that it's a because ancient wave does have some range, and now that you can cancel it pretty quick. Um, when you're like in beast form, like that, it being unprotected isn't that bad for like uh as your initial catch, but your follow up isn't there. Like I, I don't know. I get into it with people all the time about like, well, I can't use that skill because it doesn't have protection. It's like, yeah, but if it's fast and it has range, like it doesn't necessarily need protection does it well pr pretty much uh frosty like if we're talking large scale now it it's pretty much gonna be like beast form it's pretty probably what it's gonna be is you're gonna use pseudo beast form you're gonna drop your ancient wave from far away jump in because the jump goes further now not higher jump in get the aoe stun 
Um, probably spin in place for a second if you're tanky. If not, you'll probably just die. And then, um, yeah, use your real Q buff. Get like a 3k health stim right off the bat. And then die. <laughs> that sounds fun. You know yeah. I'm excited. I just don't know. What even could they do to better suck zerker in large scale? Tankiness. Give him seismic blast and and a maybe a little <laughs> bit more tankiness. Yeah. Um, claws need to like I I don't know if if you slow a zerker, all of his all of his um legacy animations are so incredibly slow that they're unusable, and all his new animations are just like. If you if you get hit by a ten percent slow, your claw damage is like halved. It makes no sense at all. I don't even understand it. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I just I want to like suck Sterker so bad, and like I watch your stream, Danny, and I see you running around and and ba and having fun. And it's like, dude, it's so much fun. But God, it just seems like it is just bad. <laughs> like I don't I don't know how to explain it. Just ah uh, man. It sucks. One thing I'm jealous about with Suck, though, is like the side RT spin thing is oh, so yeah. the AOE is so big. What's the side RT spin? Oh, he's talking about Rolling. Raging Thunder. Yeah, like the yeah. Raging, oh. Raging Thunder side thing where you'd like have a KD and it's, I don't know, it's like if you hit side RM, like A or D RMB and then you do LMB, it does that little spin to the side and it's a KD. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. It, yeah, that is uh, SA in beast form, but like it's still not helpful because sure, now you have 10 people knocked down and you got like another 15 just staring at you, pissed off that you just knocked down half the guild. Yeah, but it's the, the hitbox on it is so wild that a lot of the time it's kind of like having a fast CC, really. Like, I would mm. love to have that shit on Zerker. Mmm. <laughs> I'll 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 agree to disagree on that one. I'll say its hitbox is huge and it's goofy, but I would not call it that choice. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a nice thing to have, but it is uh still like unprotected, at least on live. Um, and so you you have that move in Awakening too, right? Yeah, Yeah, but the hitbox is dog shit. I don't know. It could be a quick CC choice. But that's basically the only difference between the two is the hit. And I guess you can kind of, I feel like you can cancel out of it a bit quicker in succession than you can in Awakening. But yeah, I don't know. I also hate that that's one of the things that I was hoping they might change with uh, succession uh, is that whenever you use your spin, you can't use that ability anymore. I was really hoping they would change that in succession and the reworks. Because it really sucks when you use your spin to do your DPS, and now you can't use that catch anymore. It's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. This class busted. This is busted. (laughs) Mobility is crazy. Well, this is why I always, like, I don't know. Like, if you want to just talk about, like, the speed. I always hear Mooses and me always complain about they used to be the fastest class in the game. And I'm like, dude, suck Zerker. Probably make the case it's the fastest class in the game, but that's not going to result you in oh, like, yeah. what you want. As like to people, you want to be able to just go in and fight people and and have at least a chance to get out if you make the right decisions. You know, I don't know. Um, 
Yeah, this class is crazy. All right, let, let's ask uh, a couple more Zerker questions I have, and then I want to talk about just a couple little general things before I let you guys go. Um, overall, uh, if these changes come to live server right now for Awakening Zerker and and Succession Zerker, starting with you, Danny, with Succession, um, is it changing the state of this class? Like, are there going to be more people playing Suck Zerker with just these current... Uh, changes in the reworks is it like oh okay i would play that now or or you think it would still be kind of a in what uh, uh in, in what context? kind of like just PvE, in, in general like are, are kind of everything together like uh i don't know whatever makes people decide to play like obviously some people play for large scale some for 1v1 some for pve do you just overall do you think you'd see more suck zerkers if this rework came as it currently is Oh, I can see everyone that has a grind uh, alt on Guardian swapping it to Zerker, Succession Zerker, like, absolutely. You know, we we have the heal on the claws, too. That does 30 HP a hit. You, like, it really is going to be juicy for PvE. Um, PvP, I can't imagine there being much change. We'll get Zerkers coming back to try it. If they like it, they'll stay. If they don't, they won't. Um, you know, you'll get, like, the furry RPers. They'll be into that kind of thing. You know, I feel I feel like it'll be pretty... Pretty yeah, well received right now, but there's more to do. It's a good point, dude. You're gonna see more suck zerkers on Cal too. Yeah, dog. They'll be you, you'll all you'll see in uh, all you'll see in the chat there is bark, bark, bark. Yeah, not what, tight. What about awakened zerker choice? Would you think you'll see more or less of them um, with the current changes? Uh, I can see probably this probably a very similar amount. Uh, I don't think that obviously I have to speculate a little bit because I don't really know how the damage is on this new Titan blow stuff. It seems like it's pretty strong, but in practice with um, the big nerf to Q buff, I ultimately think that it might be a wash in terms of our large scale changes in terms of our effectiveness. So I could imagine a very similar amount of Zerkers and only really having an interest for more of the large scale thing. And because a lot of people I'd say most PVPers are kind of doing the more grinding 1v1 type of PVP and maybe some RBFing. Um, I don't necessarily see that Zerker's going to be, you know, a flavor of the month. Right. Do, do you, uh, let me know if you guys think that this statement kind of would be true that the people that are playing Zerker just for Q buff, like for Q buff and like alting people. Like maybe some of those people might disappear, but the people that actually have always kind of enjoyed Zerker are going to have a little bit more fun in large scale. Would you say that that's true? Yeah, I think that people are going to have more fun in large scale with it. Like the, you're going to be having a lot more fun at any given time instead of like anticipating like, oh shit, and the cubo's coming up in thirty seconds <laughs> type of thing. Yeah. So yeah, it could definitely. Res, feel that in uh, I... in your T1 Nodors. <laughs> I'm just saying that to tell you. I'm sorry. Is anyone is anyone playing Zerker just for the Q buff? Yeah. I feel like everyone who says I'm just gonna play Zerker for the Q buff, they quit after like two days because they're like, this class is too fucking like clunky or like gross looking or like whatever else buggy. Yeah. Like, you yeah. try to, to teach people that, but... how to like mouse to move, and they're like, yeah, no, thank you. I think I'm just gonna go back to Nova. There's definitely people that that exist that are only playing because every few minutes they can kill a bunch of people yeah, it's I just how i feel are. like those people are playing nova though like you just play nova and get excel and e-buff and it's like maybe but there's the people that thing. like the the range you know 
Just killing people I guess. From range. I don't know. If those people do exist, then yeah, they're not going to be playing anymore once Q-Buff gets nerfed. But I don't know how many of those people there are. I have a feeling pretty much everybody who's playing Zerker right now is going to continue playing it after these changes. And you're probably not going to get a lot of new converts, in all honesty. Because I don't know if... I don't know if anything that these reworks do address the problems that people seem to have with the class, which is like fine. The class doesn't need to be for everybody. It just needs to be for us, the people who have been playing it for all these years. Yeah, well, I, I do think there's an element of people that will, if they relied heavily on, the, on Cuba for their kills, like a lot of people, if their kills aren't, coming through because they can't figure out how to translate some of the other stuff into kills when Q-Buff's not up that they, they'll play something else. I mean, that's just how it is, right? But for the people that actually like yeah. Zerker and are playing it just because they enjoy Zerker, those people are going to obviously stick around. But some sense. of those people are one and the same. Like, I'll yeah, be willing to rat sure. myself out here. Like, I get most of my kills with Q-Buff. I'm not ashamed of it. <laughs> and it's like, I get top five almost every single war, in large part, if not almost exclusively due to Q-Buff. And it's like, but after Q-Buff gets nerfed, I have no plans to go main another class. I mean, not any more than I do already, where I just occasionally tag things just to kind of enjoy those. So, I don't know. Right. Um... Danny, is there any class you're considering tagging, just for fun, like, that you've might not have considered because of the reworks like you're looking at the reworks and like that looks super fun to play uh no not really i don't think so so just mostly uh, just stay I'm, on zerk yeah I'm, I'm i'm pretty dead set on uh on sog zerker yeah i i would say so all right choice what about you anything you're thinking like dude that looks super fun to tag now yeah so uh you know, Awakening Nova looking pretty spicy. Uh, Succession Corsair looking pretty good. Like Awakening Sage. Either of those three classes look like they're gonna be definitely coming out big after all these reworks. Uh -huh. Wait, I did. I did have. I did have a question for uh, choice specifically. Um, what? So you have Striker tagged, right? Or you did? Uh, I, I do. You yeah. Do. Um, does it? Does it seem like? Zerker doesn't really have like a place to go in the late game as far as like your defensive scaling goes because it feels like some classes do really well with DR, some classes do really well with evasion, and Zerker just does man with both. Am I like does that is that correct as someone who's at your fucking gear level, or is that just like nah? It it actually does have a home somewhere. Um, I think that's pretty correct. I definitely think that Zerker is way better off with DR in regards to more of like, if you get hit on the ground and you're getting comboed, you're probably way better off with DR. But in evaluating my current state, like I was considering buying a full DR setup so that I can, you know, be more impactful and relevant when it comes to that. But at the end of the day, I think that Zerker is just now a squishy class no matter what. And, um, you know, we're sort of meant to be that way now because of the range potential. So I guess we're just kind of like, a, I'm not going to compare us to a ranger or like some other range class because they're way squishier. But I don't think that Zerker necessarily deserves to be more tankier because of now our range potential. I, I was going to say as a, as a non-Zerker who doesn't quite, I mean, are, are you guys actually squishy like relative to the average or are you squishy compared to Striker and Mystic? 
or like well compared to like a valkyrian warrior like if you if you think about zerker um as a just like what you would expect you would expect a big hulking man of a class to be pretty tanky but then you have like this little Valk that's wearing some skimpy outfit and they're all of a sudden like way tankier than a Zerker <laughs> for like no reason. It's like, okay, hmm. it just conceptually yeah. doesn't make sense. And it's not just the how it looks either. It's like you have all this HP, like especially in Suck, you get what is it like 300 more HP in Succession, I think. And so you're like, oh, this is supposed to be a tanky class because it has all these healing abilities and it has all this HP and stuff. But like in the fight, it's not actually that like tanky at least it's not as tanky as you would assume it would be with all of these things added into it right i don't know i only ask because like when i run into like uh biohack on his kuno and his and his uh archer back in the day too i'm like okay i'm able to kill them but if i run into choice i can't and i'm being told that this class is super squishy and these two people have about the same gear so i don't know like what the squishy relative to like these top four that everyone complains about are super tanky or like are you more squishy than a kuno and a ninja and um you know dk and ranger i don't know yeah i think it's I just sorta, compared sorry go on yeah. um what i was gonna say is my gauge of like whether i'm squishy or not is pretty much if i put on 430 dp and i'm like 436 dp with like 280 something ap and i can still get one comboed very convincingly by a lot of classes whereas i go on my striker and all of a sudden that same exact gear i don't even take 50 percent of my life and i have more life on zerker and zerker like just as a look seems like it should be tankier than a striker like when you when you look at it like that i feel very squishy but if I was to compare the squishiness to other range classes, we're actually tankier than any other range class when you really think about it. So that's why I'm no longer, because we're now now we're full time range classes. That's why I'm no longer concerned with awakening Zerker's tankiness. But before I was, when we really were just every three minutes we were ranged and otherwise we were melee. That's when I was more concerned about Zerker's tankiness. Yeah. So. You- now, so if let's say they did add tankiness, like because that you're definitely more ranged, obviously on awakening, but not on succession. So like yeah, maybe this I definitely think pseudo beast form. Tanky. Yeah, maybe the pseudo beast form uh, on top of the hundred HP needs some like extra DR or something. I, I don't know. Well, and that's what that's what Danny said he wanted, right? For large scale, that's what you know sucksucker needs. Yeah. Um. All right, which class uh, are you of the reworks? Just specifically, we've asked this to everyone except for Elida and and <laughs> and uh, Froge because I f- completely forgot. But what, what no, class? No, and our and our first set of guests last week, we also forgot to ask them. Remember? Oh, did we? Yeah. What what uh, classes uh, that have been reworked so far are you the most afraid of coming to live server? Uh, um, yeah. Now that all of them like are out. What yeah, reworked ones... class do you think is going to end up being most busted at the end of all of this? Yeah, the most nutty or scary uh, choice. Why did you have to put the word rework in front of that? Because I wanted to say Sage, Corsair, and Nova. I know you did. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not I'm not scared of... Um, I guess I'm scared of Alon. Let's go Alon. I think okay. that Alon's 
they're they got nothing but really buffs. I think they got one tiny little nerf, and with their grab being unaffected, I think that lawns are going to be an absolute powerhouse. I thought you would have said Sork. No, I could never be afraid of a class that doesn't have a grab. Uh, uh, Danny. Hi, what's up? Which uh, which of the reworks that have come out? Which one are you most like? Man, I I are going to be the most busted, or the one you don't want to see when it comes to live? Which one looks the most cracked to you? I can't give an answer because people will be upset with what I say. No, you nah, can't. Dude, say it. Give say us it. a hot take. Suck striker veins, dude. That shit's gonna be fucking ridiculous. So, you said <laughs> suck striker or striker? No, just striker. Just yeah. striker in general. Fuck that, dog. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I was on shot. Global Lab, dude. I was fighting this one striker that was like 250 AP and he had like 450 DP or something like that. I couldn't one combo him and he just absolutely wrapped me up in toilet paper and took a literal dump on my chest, dude. That is how fast I died to his 250 AP. It was crazy. <laughs> I mean, okay. he was awakening. Yeah. Succession does even more damage. Holy shit. Yeah, I don't know. I see a lot of people say warrior, but I, I don't. I just don't feel like it. It changed enough to make it more that much more scary than the current version. I, I know it's like AOE's are a little bit bigger. It's a little bit more damage, and I I don't know. It's just like in the context of They're a, a combo, I guess. But like in the neutral game, it's not that much more scary. So I I don't know. Everyone who says the warrior is a mooser, Maywa. That's what the answer is. Yeah, I guess so. Um, all right, cool. I guess that's uh I guess that's it for the rework. There's a couple little things on on Global Labs uh that I thought was kind of interesting here that I wanted to get your guys' opinion on. Let me scroll all the way down through this massive list of change logs. Um so it looks like they're adding murking back um to wars and stuff. Oh, wait, where's the con Oh, here we go. Uh so tier 1 uh, you are not going to be able to merc tier 2, 3 people, tier 3, 5 people, tier 4, 10 people, and then Siege, they're changing the merc cap from 5 to 10. Uh, let's go down the list, starting with Choice. Your thoughts on this change? I don't like that you can go up to 10 people in any capacity. I think 5 across the board would have been better. I and, agree. Uh, yeah, I think 10 people is a little bit too impactful. Uh, it's going to make some guilds feel really strong some weeks if they get 10 juice mercs and pretty average some other weeks. So yeah, I don't know. I, I like that murking is back though. I can actually war every day now, which is a big win. And I love that they did it legitimately a week after they realized that, hey, people are kind of mad that they can't war every day. We don't have to wait months for an, for this change. So kudos. I'm happy about that. But definitely don't think 10 people is... Uh, 10 people is just a little too many. Yeah. Is it kind of weird though that it's even being put on Global Labs and not just put to live? Like it's not like murking is a new thing. And it's not like you can even test murking on Global Labs. Can I can I ask a question? Yeah. How how is the caps per tier node gonna work when you can fight on a tier four and a tier two at the exact same time? It's a good question. Probably Not it's, it's well, probably yeah, it's probably gonna be what you're placed on in that current node is my guess. Like whatever your most recent fort is is my guess if I had to guess, but I'm not too sure. That's a good question. 
Because like Black Rose owns a million nodes in Valencia, right? So then right. if Black Rose comes to RT2 because they own a T4 and they are placed on a T4, can they bring 10 mercs while we can only bring three? That's a bit scuffed. Probably. Yeah. Can you own a T1 and a T2 node at the same time? No, I don't think so, no. Because the T1 nodes are all in Balanus and Serendia, and every single node is uh, T1. And I don't think... Can you... Can you... What the heck? Can you place on a different region? I don't actually know, now that I think about it. No, I don't think you can. I think once you have a node, you're stuck in that region. Yeah. So... I don't know. I'm just worried about the implementation of this. <laughs> Because it sounds like, okay, sure, Merc's back, and that's cool, I guess. I get it. People want to war every day. Makes sense. But how exactly do you plan on doing this? You know, to fix that is making it five across the board. Let's go. Yeah. It, you know, you got a good point. Um, Danny, you hyped they're adding Merc's back? <coughs> uh... Uh, yes, actually, yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, not being able to Merco is like a big issue. I find I found at least like for someone who Merc'd out a lot. Yeah, everyone yeah. thinks you have COVID now because of that cough. Uh, Sorry, I may on. have like inhaled a shit ton of Febreze on my stream by accident. What uh, what are you wearing there, Danny? Uh, they're my gamer goggles. Don't ask. We're talking about uh, lap <laughs> changes right now. Just so you know, during this interview, I put on a maid dress at some point, and I built a table. Wow. I know, I'm sorry. At I'm least you well. didn't go shower on us. I could have. Do you want me to? No, I'll take that as no. Anyway, I am pretty excited for it. You're good. Uh, Alright. The... What was the other... Do, 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 do. Was there another Conquest War change? I thought there was. Oh, yes, they changed the reward. So if you win a siege now, um, they're changing it to if you want the full three bill, essentially, we'll just call it three bill to make it easier to identify the differences between the two. If you make a, um, if you make an issue, or if you win and you want the three bill reward, you have to actually have destroyed all the forts on your node. If you win due to a stalemate, essentially, you get a lesser reward. So you get 500 less spirit dust. 50 less crons, and then one less of each of the RNG scrolls, and I don't know if there's anything else missing in there. I think that's... Wait, how much does it go down by, then, total? I guess it's like, I mean, whatever you'd value 500 dust, 50 crons, and one of each of those scrolls by. So you still get the two bill? You still get the two bill. That's sort of weird. That's a weird change. Um, I Here's the thing, though, like... When you own a castle and you're, let's say you're 1v1ing, there's, let's say it's Kelfion or something, you're sort of incentivized to stalemate. Isn't that the whole idea with uh, Castle Seed? Um, I guess not really in this new... Well, how does that even work under this new system? If you if you own the castle and you stalemate, do you win? Or what if the other team did better in terms of like cannoning down your structures or something? Yeah, I mean, it just says if you become Lord of the Castle in the point system, it just says if it's based on the point system. So maybe, I don't know. It doesn't specify, I don't think. It says if you destroy all the forts, you get the 
obtain the same glory field if you become Lord of the Castle in the point system. So I'm not too sure for like a, uh, if you already own the castle and maintain it for longer. I'm not too sure. Um, Either way, I think it's kind of a weird change. Like, why we just started getting good buffs for, you know, being able to PvP and earn money, and now they're already hesitant. I don't like that sign, even though it doesn't seem like a big consequence. I don't like the uh, the precedent they're trying to set here. What are they, t what are they trying to say? Um... Yeah, I don't know. Let's see. Let me see if the blue text points it out. Um, let's see. As the Conquest War preseason progresses, many adventures fighting fiercely become the final winner. There's an opinion there's two, that it was difficult to motivate the battle because the reward that exists and the reward of the winner point system were the same. According to the reward of the point system, has been slightly lowered. The reward when you destroy all forts um, and become the last winner has changed so that you can feel a little more attracted. The difference between the two is not designed to be large, but I hope you'll be able to earn a little more honorable reward so it might be, it might be, yeah, if you just still make the castle, like maybe it's trying to incentivize if you want more reward, go out and actually kill everybody. So probably if you maintain, you're still going to get the lower reward. Yeah, interesting. Um, I don't know. I don't really think that it's a big change. I don't think that the, you're losing that much money per se, but um whether or not it's going to actually influence people to push out of a castle to try to push a base. I don't really see that as uh, people are going to want to take that risk to do. Because as soon as you lose a gate, they just have a permanent flag. So it really, you're never going to incentivize a castle guild trying to defend in a 1v1 or a 1v2 to push out because they have a lot more to lose. Because right. as soon as you lose that gate, you're just kind of screwed. Right, right, right. Um... And then lastly, the last kind of major change on here is uh, they changed Relic Scrolls. So now you can get into a party and summon five scrolls at a time if you have a party of five um, to kind of speed up how quickly you do relics. This is a very interesting change because it's very different than I think most people are just like, well, speed up the animations or... Uh, just let me turn in the reward or, I mean, there's like a million suggestions. This is probably the one that was never suggested by anyone, but it is kind of an interesting one and it does speed it up. So what are your guys thoughts on the whole, you could just spawn five completed relics at a time if you're with a party and kill all five at once. Thoughts. I haven't really, you know, you're going to have to, I guess, do the math on just how much money per hour it's going to be, but I'm happy that they're making some sort of change to those scrolls because they are kind of miserable to run and they've been really inferior to ancient spirit or uh, scrolls written in ancient language for a long time. So I don't know. I'm happy that some type of a change is happening. I just can't really comment too much on exactly how good or bad it's going to be until I can see like how much you can make an hour. Right. What? So, I thought when I first heard about this, because I didn't read it, I, I someone told me about it. I thought they were finally giving us the super scrolls that was data mined like fucking three years ago at this point. Why are they not just doing that? I'm so confused. I don't know. Maybe they want you to run it with a party, make you feel like there's group content. Yeah, it's just so, especially since they have the whatever it's called, the darkened parchment or whatever. 
which allows you to combine the normal boss scrolls into uh, super scrolls. Like, just do that, but for relics. I don't understand. You have it in the code. Why are you not giving it to us? Why are you devising this whole new way of doing this? It's fucking strange. Yeah. I don't know. I still think this is, o this is okay. But... Uh, I mean, it's not a bad change. Like, I'll take it. I'm still not going to run scrolls. But, uh, you know, it's good for the people who want to do that all day. But it's just weird. Yeah. I, it's unfortunate, too, that it's not really... It's not happening to peel of face scrolls. Maybe in the future, but... Yeah, peel of face kind of outdated as well. Um, they did add a, they added this era's tome so that it gives you all the adventure logs and HP and buffs and stuff, which is super nice. You can also level up to 63 on Global Labs now with, is it an item? Oh no, when you level, when you create it, it's level 63. Um, does anyone know, did they make it so you can just have Awakening or Succession when you create a character or do you still have to pull that book out? Because if you have to pull that book out... There's no point in like deleting your character to make a 63 because you're just going to have to run the quest line, which is annoying. Probably. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's a very weird thing. I didn't know. They're probably going to keep it annoying. I didn't know you were uh, such a noob to Global Labs. I don't know why. I just assumed you were on there all the time. My Global Lab character is level 60 still because I had like a legacy one from when they released Succession and I haven't been on Global Labs since they released Zerk Succession. Right. Oh, they're saying it does affect PLFA and Forbidden Books. Okay, my bad. I guess I, I thought it was only Relics since that's the one that they name in there. Okay, so it does affect all the scrolls. That would be good for the Yeah, yeah, it then. does affect all the scrolls, sorry. So yeah, Karshian's Spellbooks and PLFA is my mistake. Cool, well, that's good. Um, and choice, are Ibidor scrolls good? Or you think they're a waste of time? Are those the ones from Ojaxia? Yeah. I've never, I've only ran one of them for, I think, an adventure log. Um, I've heard that they're about 450 mil an hour, and majority of that is Kafris and a really good team. But, I mean, by today's standards, it's uh, kind of just a waste of time. I'd rather, like, I have probably, probably a good 500 fangs in a bunch of wagons all over the world. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm sort of waiting for them to maybe buff them because for me, 400 and some mil an hour, uh, you know, that's good for non loot scroll money. But when you have loot scrolls, it's sort of just always uh, something that just seems like a waste of time. And I'd rather continue grinding for like a, the rare drops that you're usually looking for at those spots. Like most of the time when you're grinding Taros, you're looking for a flame. Olin's, you're looking for a costume. It just seems like such a secondary thing in those cases that. A lot of people just don't bother running them. Right. Um, also, correction, you can run up to five per party member in this scroll change. Does that work for Ibidor scrolls? No. Ibidor's not okay, If it did, that'd be busted. That would be insane, but also probably extremely difficult, wouldn't it? Because that would be like 25 bosses are out at once. Or is it just like a stronger version? I don't even know how it looks. I think it's a stronger version because I've ran the uh, those scrolls that Rezar was talking about where you combine 10 into one and it's just like three bosses right. instead of one. And it's like um, like a 
they're all in a sequence. They're not all at the same time. So this one's re recommending for like the Pilafe, these scrolls, it's recommending 260 AP if you do it with five, a level five. So I don't know. Maybe it'll be a fun boss fight. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, yeah, I guess that's really it. That's everything. That's all the reworks. This is crazy. Like we're going to get, I, I guess they're going to start doing every global labs from now on is just iterations on the existing reworks. Um, my major questions with it is like, how much more is warrior ranger getting, or do they consider those two done? And like, how much is everyone getting? And also, are they going to meet the timeline? Do you, do you guys think that they're actually going to, this is going to hit live in December? Like they said, their goal was. Does anybody think they're going to make the December deadline? I guess Unlikely. It. No. No? Yeah, I would also say no. I, I don't know. It's... I, I wouldn't put it past them to rush it out. Like, un, unfinished. But if... The question is, is it all going to be finished by the deadline? Probably not, in all honesty. I just don't see how. I mean, I don't know. Maybe if all the changes are going to be as simple as uh, Succession Ninjas, maybe they have a chance. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm like... I mean, on one hand, obviously, I don't want it rushed. I want the changes to be, like, meaningful and helpful and actually make people feel good about the, the reworks that they're getting. But on the other hand, I'm like... Kuno Awakening feels so weird to play knowing that all this stuff is there and I want that new stuff so badly. Well, wait for December. Yeah. I do hope it at least finishes by December. I, I hope it doesn't get delayed too much. Maybe it'll be our uh, Christmas gift. <laughs> wait, let me see what the... Uh, see what the December... Yeah, so it would, if... If they wanted to release it, I mean, it could come out December 22nd, Wednesday, September, or December 22nd. That'd be kind of interesting. Uh, the other thing is, like, I really, really, really am hoping that PA gets back now that these are done. And I guess they're just working on iterations. Hopefully they get back to releasing content because, yeah, we're missing. We haven't gotten anything new for a while now. And there's, like, Choice, you and I are talking about this the other day, but there's a lot of new games out and a lot of updates to existing games coming out and there just hasn't really been new content in BDO for a minute outside of the Sacrea or Sacrakia dungeon I think that specifically for uh, if anybody from PA is listening yeah you've been releasing content but I think like repeatable content is the big one for me like yeah. I appreciate the progression pass I appreciate the dungeon um, you know, I appreciate the quality of life stuff that you that that PA has been putting out. And if you do look back, they have been putting out stuff. It's just nothing has been put out that changes the current gameplay loop of the game. And I think that's what makes it a little bit stale is the gameplay loop has not really been affected. And even though I love the hell out of the dungeons and I do them every single week, in fact, for a long time there, I was doing the normal version of the dungeon as well as the Elvia version of the first dungeon because I just wanted more dungeon content. And hell, dude, I think my average is probably two and a half dungeons a week because sometimes I do it just for no rewards just because I liked it. And so, yeah, just something that will change a lot about... 
we need some like shadow arena to come out you know some bring that's back be, shadow arena oh, that's gonna be super fun super rewarding something you can do with friends like yeah actually though just bring it back i am on board with this i this is the new movement reintegrate shadow Re- listen it's a dead game no one plays it it was a nice try pa but it didn't work as a standalone bring back shadow arena did yeah, I just want, like, they said that they were going to do 1v1, 2v2, 3v3 arenas, and I really, really want those, and the 10v10 arena, but they also said that they were going to do two new RBFs, and one of them was going to feel like it was going to it was gonna be an RBF that was comparable to a Conquest War, and I really oh, yeah. want to see what that meant, because I think that would be super fun. Uh, But yeah. Actually, uh, though, I think that World of Warcraft players, don't they call those battleground games or something like that yeah battlegrounds yeah we need battlegrounds in this game we need hard point type capture objectives and try to you know live in that objective for as long as you can we need move the payload type of stuff where you have to follow something and bring it to a goal while your enemy team is trying to stop you we need capture the flag type stuff we need all those types of party modes and they have to be rewarding for PvP. Like those those for, for PvP players at least, I think that is the most important update that they should start working on right now. Like they should just mean, take the the costume task force and reassign them to work on that. That'd be great. They already gave us Garmoth RBF, dude. What more do you want? Well Yeah. Choice, okay. you also want that stuff time gated? <laughs> no, no way. <laughs> No, that stuff cannot be time gated. And if they are going to time gate it like they did with Shadow Arena, it's time gated for like literal blocks of hours a day, not just like, hey, you can siege at exactly this time. Uh, you know, they made Shadow Arena in more of a time gated area to, I think, drive up the number of people that would be there so queue times weren't as bad. And that's not a bad idea because they were pretty convenient timings. But whatever they do, like, it's got to be. It has to change the gameplay loop, and quite frankly, dailies do not really change your gameplay loop significantly. Yeah. I just... I guess, like, uh, as, as long as there's enough people to do all the stuff, and I do think some of these game modes, like arenas, ranked arenas, and 10v10, and the capture the flag, and move the payload, all that stuff would probably bring a lot of people back to the game that aren't playing that much. Um, so there'd probably be a lot of people to do it. I just... My only fear with all of it being added, which I do want all of it added, is just like, it's going to suck if I want to play Capture the Flag, but no one's queuing up for Capture the Flag, you know? Well, what they need to do is make it exactly like, um, just make it one system. That's what's going to keep it fresh. So in, let's say, uh, Overwatch, as an example, you queue up for quick play, you could be playing hardpoint or capture the area. You could be playing payload. You could be playing a mixture of the two. You could be playing some other, like it's different and it's RNG and it's the same queue. So instead of making them all separate queues, it could be a cool idea to make it all one queue and maybe the team that's queued up can vote on their preferred type of thing maybe like Call of Duty used to do or something, but whatever it is, it can all be one queue because I understand, yeah. Right. There, there could be a lack of players, but if you did make it into an RNG thing where it's like, okay, sometimes you're going to be playing this, sometimes you'll play this, 
then that would make it where the you know the lobbies are a lot more populated just because that's the only option right yeah i'd be down that sounds fun and also a reward right there has yes, to be a, rewards there has to be good like good rewards to make people want to go to it like if you're feeling yeah, lazy and like, least... i just want to kill someone let me get a couple hundred mil yeah at least one billion silver per 20 minute match i agree just something man i don't know just something i mean you make so much money in this game anyway just let us do it doing only the things that we want to do um yeah anyway that's it uh res do you have anything else i think nyashi's still gone because he had to go to dinner yeah he had to go unfortunately no i got nothing all right choice i have one last thing all right what's that up? i want to ask you and i want to ask you specifically frosty okay so uh the kuno rework yeah um, how many fights do you think that a Zerker is going to win against Akuno after the reworks if he did like a hundred? If they both came to live? Alright, so yeah. here, here, uh, I want to give a little bit of extra context to this. I actually do think, oh, Zerker, if we're talking, I'm talking Awaken Zerker. I know a little bit less about Suck, so it's, uh, but, uh, Awaken Kuno on live server can actually win that matchup, or, uh, Awaken Zerker can win that matchup sometimes. Like, I think it's still yeah. Kuno favored, but it's, they're, so reliant on super armor and the mobility is not that great that I think it's very very winnable. Uh, with the reworks, I think it definitely leans a lot more towards Kuno in that matchup. Uh, Awaken Kuno. I out of a hundred, kind of it'd probably be like somewhere between you. The Kuno would probably win sixty-five, maybe seventy of them if like they're both similar skill level. If they're both like those... super high end, like if you're talking like Reezy, like the Zerker might not even ever win. Maybe. Maybe ninety ten. So it's sort of a two-parted question. What is it? Do you think that makes Zerker lose that matchup? I mean, because I, I think one I'm of trying the to ones... identify for like I'm trying to identify where the enemy perceives our big holes to be because I kind of know where I perceive my downfalls are, mm -hmm. but I'm curious what you think there. Okay, so if I'm fighting a Zerker and, and I have all of those tools, right now it's like, if I go for a grab and your shake off's on cooldown, I'm going to probably get that grab, right? I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I actually just spent uh, like 35 minutes fighting Steve the other day on Sakuno versus Zerker, and that was sort of the thing. It was like, well, if he didn't have shake off or he couldn't move out of where I was about to be in time, I was going to be able to grab him. The other thing is, if I'm using a quick catch, I don't think you have... I think Zerker's lacking the ability to get in and out of super armor on demand. Which you and I talked about a long time ago. I don't know if you remember, but that... I think that's one of the issues, too, that Zerker has. Um, even though I know Lava Piercer's close to being good like that, but I don't know. Like, let's say, for example, if I'm on an Awakened Kuno versus a Suck Kuno today, um, every time I see Tenon Cutter, I can just go into Half Moon Slash. And, or, uh, if you time it right, and I, I actually think it's fairly easy to do, although my ping is low, I can go step right when the Tenon Cutter is about to hit me. Uh, Zerker, like, again, because Shake Off and just the lack of on-demand SA, you guys can't really defend against that as easily. You guys are a lot more committed to your skills than some of the rat classes. So yeah, uh, independent iframe and then maybe one or two on-demand essays that aren't like just gonna break the game that I think would make a huge difference against rat classes. Your thoughts? Yeah. How wrong am I? I no, I, I think that I agree. I definitely feel that when, when I'm fighting like a Kuno and a Ninja, I have to continuously stay moving 
if I mess up my movement for a moment, I feel like I'm just going to get block jumped and hit that, you know, get hit by the stiff and then immediately get hit by the grab. So I always have to stay moving and whatever. And yeah, we don't really have much reaction to that particular thing. You think it would be broken if they brought back the essay on Titan Step, um, even on cooldown? So we like always had an essay that we could just immediately go to. Uh, how much does Titan Step move you? Not far at all. Not very far. Yeah. I mean, probably not even as far as uh as a shake off does. Probably not. I mean, the other thing, I, yeah, it probably wouldn't be that broken. I mean, I guess you'd have some classes. Here's the thing, though, is like when you're not against a Kuno or you're against like a Dark Knight or a Sork, they're probably gonna be like, uh, well, right, like what the fuck am I supposed well, to do? We're, we're not, we're not tanky though, like those other like uh, like SA classes, like a striker. We're not tanky like them, so we All can right. get chipped really hard just trying to rotate SA, especially new Sork. Well, the here's the other thing too. I was gonna say that if I'm fighting another slower class, like something, um that's not a rat class. I, for example, if I'm fighting um, a Valkyrie, like they're like Judgment of Light and Shield Throw are like real threats that make it so I can't just dance around right next to the Valk forever because that, that shit's gonna hit me. And I feel like Zerker also doesn't really have that threat to like keep you out of an entire zone for a second. Like I have to play far away so the Valk knows when I'm coming in to do something because they have, a, I have to keep some distance, if that makes sense. Whereas, like against a Zerker, I can just kind of rotate in a circle around you, throw out all my CCs. Once they're on cooldown, then I back up. Whereas, like a a Valk, I'm gonna go in, try to get one or two CCs, and then get out before Judgment of Light or Shield Throw hits me. If that makes sense, it's another. We do thing have that, our AOE slow though. That's yeah. usually enough deterrent for me against uh, rat classes is being able to just put that big slow in a circle. Nobody yeah. after they get by the slow, it's almost kind of like you back off because you're not going to try to engage on me when you're 37% slowed. Right. It, it definitely makes a big difference. And I guess you guys will have that up a lot more too. Um, it definitely plays a huge role when I was fighting Steve too, because I can't get to every skill. So I'm not, it's a lot more difficult even when I do catch you to finish a combo when I'm slowed. But yeah, I mean, that that's true too. But I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not opposed to what you guys are saying about protected CC. I just, I can't see them ever adding one to Awakening because they just are against it still uh, outside of like the cores. Um, and a lot of people right now feel like the game has become sort of just a super armor trade damage meta. And that would lean more towards yeah. that. And I don't know, that might upset people. But, uh, and then the other thing too is like, let's say they did give you a uh, protected CC in pre-awakening. It'd be great for suck. But on Awakening, like how comfortable are you having to C-swap or go into pre-awakening for a protected CC? Um, it depends how easily it could be used after a grab because usually when we end up in our pre-awakening, it's because we just failed a grab. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think the, the mobility thing would be a huge difference though. If you guys were just a little bit harder to CC, it just doesn't feel at all like it's difficult to CC a Zerker. I mean, there's times where I'm fighting a warrior and I I'm I feel like I've been in the fight for, you know, a minute to a minute and a half. And even like he's just iframing the grabs or avoiding the grabs or he's slow debuffed me enough or he's just not getting CC'd. Uh, that Zerker just doesn't feel like that. Like Zerker fights, at least for Kuno and Ninja, feel pretty quick because they 
eventually are going to get caught by something. Yeah. I I think that if they added back the old Titan step and they made it where it was a well, the CC is debatable because a lot of people, you know, obviously they're not a big fan of giving Zerker protected CC, but you know, if there was CC every six or five seconds or whatever the cooldown is, and SA when you used it off of cooldown, then I think that would be it would fix quite a bit about us. It would give us that ability to go into a quick SA whenever we wanted. It would give us the ability to go into that before our lava piercers, which would stop the jumping problem. It would give us that, you know, protected CC that, you know, we kind of, I don't know, would be super, super nice to have. And it would like make the ability something that I would actually unlock. <laughs> so I think it just would if it? they made that one change um, and they left Zerker alone otherwise, I, I would feel pretty great about the class. Would Titan Step need a stamina cost though if it's just going to be SA every time? I think it does. No, like. it only requires WP, at least according to the tooltip. 15 WP. Ah, yes, it is WP. Um, I don't know. I mean, Zerker does have a little bit of stamina problem, but only really when you're trying to Q buff. We're <laughs> yeah. not really doing that anymore. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Danny, does, do some of those things apply? Like the rat versus suck Zerker? Is it kind of the same thing with suck? I don't know. Right. What... I'm, I'm going to need to, you to repeat what you said. I was uh, looking at advanced thermodynamics. Okay. Um, well, essentially, Choice is asking me, like, in that matchup, like, how, what, what it is that I think that your weaknesses are. And I, I was talking about mostly thinking of Awakening, but essentially no quick movement and also no on-demand SA to prevent from the CCs that you can't expect to come. Did you say that's um, true on Suck as well, or...? Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like I can't stay still and do anything i feel like if i'm not constantly moving there's just gonna be a block jump dropped in i feel like like if i was to i'm, I'm almost afraid to grab like any class with the block jump exactly because i feel like if i was to miss or even like even if i was gonna go in and start going for it uh i'm just gonna get block jumped especially with my bad uh my bad ping um yeah. but yeah i mean like for the most part when it comes to rat classes my biggest fear is that like we have a forward guard. We we have like um S block and stuff, but uh like yeah, basically what Choice said is along the lines like I, I fear that like most of my moves when I commit to them, like let's say I commit to um doing a spin. If I commit to a spin, if the other person has a grab and it's up, I will get grabbed and I will get my stuff pushed in, right? Like I can't I feel like I, I have to commit to things, but I can't. Yeah. Um, all right. Anyone got anything else? No, we're good to go. Uh, I don't think so. All right, choice. Where, where can, where can the fans out there find you if they want to find you? What is your Twitch and your YouTube? And I saw your recent montage too, which is very well done. Nice, nice montage. Thank you. Well, you can find me on twitch.tv slash choice, or you can just search for choice BDO on YouTube since my URL is kind of scuffed in that regard. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, Danny, what's your Twitch? What's your YouTube? Where can people find you? I, I know you guys may have heard choice, but like, if you want the 
number one Gosu Zerker. You can mm-hmm. come check me out at twitch.tv slash Danny Destroyer. Or you can check out Danny Destroyer on YouTube. I don't even have the BDO in it. I'm that important. Oh, shit. You that's know how good. it is. Yeah, that's exciting. Wait, so yeah. you're saying if I search Danny Destroyer, it's just going to pop right up? And I'm the top result, big boy. It's me. Damn, dude. I can't search choice and find me. God damn, Danny's the real deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, you cool. You also got that new Twitch name without the underscore. Hell yeah. Oh, did you? Congrats, Danny. Carried. I didn't have an underscore. Oh, dude. Congrats getting yeah, your underscore. Yeah, weren't you Danny underscore for a long time or something like that? I, I had an O, a zero. Oh, oh weren't that was you, was. Weren't you not Danny Destroyer underscore before? No. <laughs> I was Danny O. I was like Danny Destro O. You're. Oh, no. I missed the top zombie, Danny. Where's he gone? Yeah. Vanandy 22. That was the good, the good years. <laughs> all right Rez, you want to close this out yeah absolutely thanks uh choice and danny for joining us thanks all our other guests who were joining us earlier uh links to all of their stuff can be found in the description of the video uh or the mp3 whatever you're uh consuming this podcast on um you can check out our twitch streams uh that's also down there somewhere twitch.tv slash uh slash not and slash nyashi underscore na uh, thank you so much again to our guests. Thank you so much to our patrons. Thank you so much to the viewers slash listeners. And we'll catch y'all next week. Oh,